Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. Uh, Carl has uh, one of my favorite podcasts ever. Who are these podcasts? It's called Run By. A guy called Carl. Who are these podcasts? And it's a podcast review. I was on Who Are These Podcasts yesterday. It's a great yeah. show. Have you ever listened to it? I have not. It's a quality show and they have good <laughs> ideas. It's kind of like Jocktober, but with with really um, no redeeming quality whatsoever. <laughs> you guys are concise and brutal. Yeah, he just mercilessly rips on people. Some of it's quite hilarious. You don't have to listen to shitty podcasts. You do it for us. You do it. Cool. These guys are making some fucking points here. I like what they're <laughs> saying. You like what they're saying. It's hilarious. The show's hilarious. It's showtime. <laughs> W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. <laughs> Hello, bag slappers and cousaroos. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? It's going to be fun, 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 fun. I'm your host, Carl. Our special guest today, co-host of the official podcast and a regular on Who's Right, it's Kaya. Hi. Thank you not for having me on Kaya. this podcast. This was terrible. And you wanted to do this. That's the best part about it. You volunteered to do this, and then you realize that it's a shit show. But before we get into that, Kevin was supposed to be on. We were supposed to have the KKK episode this week, and Kevin called in sick. <laughs> so thank God Kai is here to hang out or just be me yelling at myself. So this is very good. I got to tell you, we talked about the mm-hmm. doing a white nationalist or white supremacist show on the podcast mm-hmm. last week. That got people very excited. I got a lot of suggestions for shows that we could do. <laughs> like, I don't know what that says about our audience. People are like, oh, you got to check out David Duke. <laughs> Listen to the 87th minute mark where he talks about, I'm like, oh, you're all in on this. All right. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. It's rubbing their hands like, dude, I, I know this one podcast. You'd hate it totally, but you should tune in just in case. <laughs> yep. All right, go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to our Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our Patreon. That's right. <gasps> what? We have a Patreon. It is live. It is official. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Uh, ex- excuse me, my soundboard has oh, yeah. a mind of its own. <laughs> I want to thank. We just launched this thing back on Wednesday. We already have 62 patrons. So that's fantastic. Very excited about that. We will have bonus content coming out very soon, and that will be Patreon-only episodes once a month. So please, for just 5 bucks a month, you can sign up and support the show. We also encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on iTunes and then shit all over us in the comments section. Today, we'll be reviewing a podcast called Macintosh and Mod, a My Little Pony podcast. Mm-hmm. This was a suggestion from W. Ills. We have both listened to the show separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. This is a podcast hosted by Maud Pie, whose real name is Diana, and Big Macintosh, whose real name is David. And I believe they are a married couple. They are adults who have children, and they enjoy My Little Pony so much that they do a podcast about every single episode while also acting out the episode. 
Right. So when you say we haven't discussed this beforehand, that excludes the one question I asked you on Twitter, which was, is this a prank? Are you yeah. getting me back for leak cast? Because there's <laughs> nothing clippable about this yesterday. Yeah. So I sat down, I decided, okay, I'm going to try to clip something. And I couldn't find anything. And the more I, I, I just, I bit into stones, I felt more and more frustrated, the less and less I could clip. And it led to this bout of whole depression. <laughs> it really made me angrier and angrier. I, I went down this path of, Okay, so maybe that's just a terrible episode. And I listened to a couple more, and they're all the same. I listened to the first episode. I listened to... Yes! They have a Riverdale podcast, which yeah. I love Riverdale. So I figured, okay, maybe that's better. And no, it isn't. They don't... There's nothing clippable because these people don't have personalities. They don't actually add anything. They literally just read scripts written for the episode. Let me just reenact them, rather. Let me play you an example of that. This is them doing the voices of the characters, and that's exactly right. They are just reading the script verbatim. Pouches like this are really hard to come by these days, but I might be able to part with it for the right price. So you'll sell it to me? And I'll finally be able to give my sister the perfect uh. pie sister surprise swap day present? Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you! No! So they're excited to act this out. Yeah. And my question is, and this is the obvious question, we've talked about this type of thing before, who is this for? If I'm a fan of My Little Pony, I'll watch the fucking episode. And I have to tell you something, Kaya, I watched this fucking episode. So we're talking about season six, episode three. This morning, I watched the entire episode to see what is this all about? Why are adults watching this shit? It is atrocious. There's no conflict. Yeah, no shit. There's no yeah. villain. It is the softest plot of anything. You, and I think people already know this about My Little Pony. This is a child show that probably, when Sesame Street's a little bit too edgy for the kid, put him in front of My Little Pony. Because there's it's, just nothing going on here. It's a good show for six-year-old girls. I mean, a six-year-old six would be bored. But if you're, if you're three and a half or four then great. It talks about making friends and having fun. And I'm sure there's some valuable life lessons in there, but for an adult to not only enjoy the show, but admit it in public and then put a podcast out <laughs> where they're reading the script and doing the fucking voices. I don't know. I don't know how we've gotten to this point in our society. I hope that Germany is not like this. I hope the Germans actually so keep this shit problem. to themselves. Why make this podcast? There's no point to it. It's, you're basically just closed captioning for a blind audience. Maybe if that's what who this is for, then I would get it, where they literally describe scene by scene, minute by minute, what is going on on screen. But other than that, what are you adding? There is no commentary. They don't say what they liked, what they disliked, what, oh, this is funny. They're, I listened to uh, the episode after the one you listened to, 6-4. Yeah. Yep. There's nothing. There's no personality. This podcast is all bone and gristle. There was no meat to pick apart and make fun of. It's literally just Fluttershy walks into a barn. She says hello. And all the cutie crusaders say hello back. And then they get their cutie marks. Fluttershy says, hey, yay, cool. And well, that's it. Guy, I hate to shun your point, but I have over 30 clips from this show that I am ready to play for. Do you have one that sums up the show or one that you want to play from the ones you picked out here? Yeah, I mean, it's the same role-playing shit. I guess play that one, play, uh, clip one. This is an instant problem. What do they do now? Hmm. So I like it. That that was good. 
We start off in the Cutie Mark Crusaders Clubhouse, and it is time to call this meeting into session. <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. The first post-Cutie Mark meeting of the Cutie Mark Crusaders is now in session. And Sweetie Bell and Scootaloo are just staring at their flanks. Oh, I'm sorry, Apple Bloom. I was distracted by the radiance of my Cutie Mark. Did you say something? I mean, it's pretty amazing how the colors just pop off your flank. It's kind of hard to look a whip. She runs into the podium. <laughs> oh my god, they're, they're giggling. Who's this for? I don't get it. I don't get if it. If you're an adult, why do you care about the summary? Just watch the show. If you're a child, if this was a children's show, just show your kid the actual episode. Why? Yeah, these What's episodes the are actually longer than the show is. So in order to learn what's on the show, you have to spend more time listening to these people tell it to you. I don't understand who would do this. And the fact that they giggle at each other, this is another thing that I, I want to point out because like I said, I watched an entire episode. This voice acting that they're doing, it's pretty spot on. They've watched these shows over and over and over again. They probably have it memorized at this point because even the little nuances and the inflection on how it's read, they have it down. And which is fine if you're a cartoon voiceover actor, then good for you. But these people are podcasting. I want to play. Yeah. I want to play. Uh, this is this is what I didn't understand because they're just reading it to you instead of just playing clips from the actual show itself. Until all of a sudden, there's a song in the show. Still nothing. B plus. Did did you fail? No, we get a song. So you can you can just play the fucking audio from the show? I thought that was against the rules the way you were acting it out. If that's the case, just play the whole show. Why do they oh there's a song, right. we're gonna we're gonna play that part of it, but the rest of it we're gonna act out because we're better at this than the My Little Pony show is at it. I don't it doesn't make any sense. I was very surprised I don't know if you heard that at all in the episodes you listened to. Where they go into the song? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They played songs too. Right? Yeah. So why not sing that? At least commit to your reenactment. Yeah, pull of out a fucking, fucking children's show. Pull out a guitar and let's see you oh, fucking reenact really... that. You know how you just sometimes get angry at how fake happy people are, and yes. that's so. Speaking of the voices, that's my clip too. Is them just beat? They're aping Little Ponies. Not even the Little Ponies, <laughs> like the baby ponies. I guess in the show. <laughs> There is a subsection of the show dedicated to the babiest of the babies where they have <laughs> mini ponies that go around who haven't earned their magic spells yet or something. Yeah. It's them imitating those voices. It's clip two. I love that the name of this clip is Die in a Fire. And then we see Pound Cake and Pumpkin Cake babbling. <laughs> so cute. It's just precious. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you're doing this show with us today. Here's another example of them talking about the show, going through the script, and then cutting to a song. So yeah, it's like a whole party. And it's time for another song. It says that they like jousting. So I want to point out that this music is terrible. It's for babies it's for little little children and they come mm -hmm. back from playing this song and i think they even have to admit how terrible it is okay it's a little annoying at first but this turns into a jam it does but it's super cheesy so the guy says 
it turns into a jam. And when Macintosh speaks, I'm listening. So I went back and I said, I'm going to listen to this song because he says it gets good. It sounded really cheesy from just a little excerpt I heard. So I went back and actually, Kai, I got to admit, this is not half bad. Damn. That's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't start to jam after a little while. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta give it to him. Saw that one coming. Yeah, that old gag. Yeah, so never gets old. That that guy, he says that a lot. This oh, this you know, this little kids show that's made for little babies and maybe the odd pedophile. <laughs> I you know, I didn't like it at first, but it grew on me, and that's yeah. my club five. He does this a lot. We used to just like well, I don't know about the cutie mark crusaders. Now I'm like, awesome! That was fun. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they've definitely done better and, like, given them more distinct personalities. And Oh, boy. It's a kid's show. What do distinct personalities? One of them is pink. The other one is yellow. One of them is purple. They're all fucking ponies talking about friendship. What do you mean? What distinct personality? <laughs> and also, oh, this grew on me. Did it? What, how old are you? 40? Now it's grew on you? Did you not have a childhood? Were you never four? This what is, happened? Is this the, just people reliving their childhoods? I, I don't get it. Yeah, it's, what it's, is it with these people? It's people who don't want to grow up. They also try to figure out how the show is actually not for children, that there's a lot more nuance to it. That's so sad. It's sad. Yeah. There's some real identity crisis stuff going on here. Like it, It's... It's a lot deeper than you think. Than you think if you just like yeah. you're not like super paying attention to right. it. It's a lot deeper than if you no. It's not deep at all. My Little Pony is not a deep show. There's no philosophy underneath it. There's no deep things that you would get from watching this show. It's a cartoon that's made to. And I want to point this out. Adam Crowley used to talk about this all the time. Probably still does. When you write for a children's show or you write a children's book, you're a hack. It's very easy to entertain children. You don't have to come up with interesting plot lines. You don't have to come up with character development. You can just put a cutesy voice on fucking Elmo and call it a day. It doesn't matter what he says. Kids are going to bop along at home to the shitty music with a one four five progression. All the people who write for the show are hacks, and the people who watch it are fucking idiots. They don't have a bar. They don't have a high bar or a bar. They right. have no experience, nothing to compare what they're watching to something else that they've watched. Anything that they see is literally the funniest thing they've ever seen. <laughs> you went back to episode number one, you said? I did too. Uh, yeah. I did too. Ones. This is the show description. The very first episode is what they say. Hi, and welcome to the first episode of... Macintosh and Mod. What does that mean? Um, well, there's the two of us, and your favorite pony is Macintosh, and my favorite pony is Maud, and so that's what we're calling our My Little Pony review commentary podcast. I mean, yeah, we we are watching My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, and Epis- talking about Episode it. by episode, and talking about it. She said, review slash commentary podcast. There is no mm-hmm. reviewing, just like you said, there's no reviewing, there's no commentary. They're acting out the episode. This is the laziest of lazy content creation. You're just redoing something that's already been done. 
You're like a fucking cover right. band for My Little Pony. You're the My Little Pony cover band. Why the fuck? My Little Pony's still touring. I'm going to go see them live. I don't want to see you. I don't want to see the tribute act. Who gives a shit. So I don't want to jump ahead, but like I said, I jumped to the Riverdale podcast that they also have. Oh, okay, great. Listened into the first episode and there at that point, they had more self-awareness. So here they are talking about why they considered maybe not starting a Riverdale podcast. That's clip seven. But we just, we just wanted to do a show that was new and also a, we're added bonus that it's current. It's current. And also, I mean, we talked about, you know, well, could we watch, could we talk about the shows that we do like to watch? I mean, Game of Thrones or Game of Thrones other or things. And then we realized there... there's so many amazing podcasts out there about those shows and we don't have anything to add. And some of you who are listening to, there are lots of Riverdale podcasts and I'm sure that they are amazing. I don't know if you'll think we have anything to add, but we're, in, we. <laughs> no, no, but stop there. There is no, but. <laughs> Just that, that is a good argument. We have nothing to add to any show that we would want to make a podcast about. And somehow they still rationalized it to themselves and convinced themselves that there was a good reason for them to make a My Little Pony and a Riverdale podcast. That's like Seamus level thinking. I'm going to put out a podcast. It's going to suck balls and it shouldn't even be out there. But what the fuck? I'm going to put it out there and you should listen to it. What? You gotta have a better yeah. premise than that if you're gonna get people listening to your show. We have nothing to add to this. Uh, check out our next episode when we have even less to add. And how do you have these contradictory thoughts while putting out a show like uh, "They're My Little Pony" podcast? She literally says, "I don't know if there would be anything new for us to add. You know, we don't want to do something that's already been done." And then they just literally read the fucking script for "My Little Pony." <laughs> are you stupid? What is going on with you? These people are very stupid. You know what was interesting? I was listening to an episode, and this was jarring. Oh, for all you lost listeners, that stupid black smoke monster. (laughs) That stupid fucking monster. Whoa! F-bomb! She just dropped an F-bomb in the middle of the My Little Pony show! What was that all about? What the fuck? So is My Little Pony not for children at all? Is it only for adults? What is going on here? I'm very confused as to who the audience is for this craptacular show and who's actually watching it. Because now you might know more about this than I do, but they've been putting out seasons. There's six seasons in the Friendship is Magic fucking whatever thing that they're doing. So there's an audience for this. They're they're making money on it. But who is the audience? Is it all? It's all adults, right? It's all just bronies. So it, as far as I read recently, they yeah. are now winding it down. This is the last season of this particular iteration. But yeah, I've seen videos of these conventions where I, I think the purple one's voice actress is called Tara Strong, and she's in a lot of stuff. She's in a lot of video games and cartoons. She's one of those industry titans. And you look at the audience, it's all sweaty 30-year-old men yelling at her, <laughs> cheering. And there's not a single child in sight. And you can see the fear in her eyes. You can see her, like, debating, okay, shit, should I have hired security? Are they going to follow me to my car? This is fucking creepy. They're chanting. These 40, a room full of stinky 40-year-old men chanting usually doesn't end well. <laughs> yeah, they're mostly white people, too. We should probably point that out. There's not a lot of Hispanics who are into My Little Pony. This is a a white problem that we have. And speaking of white people, 
I want to introduce you, Kaya, to a new character. His name is James. He came on to talk about episode three from season three, and he's pretty famous. Here's the introduction. Um, I have a podcast uh, with my friend Aaron called Unabashedly Obsessed, and that's probably where I'm most known uh, around the internet. Um, oh, podcast famous, Unabashedly Obsessed. Yeah, and I have a new uh, a new podcast, and uh, it's called uh, Blink and You'll Miss It, and it's a Blink-182 discography podcast. So We love Blink-182. <laughs> yeah. This guy has a Blink-182 discography podcast? I don't know how many albums those guys have, but I know they have five popular songs. So what the fuck are we talking about? How much is there to talk about with Blink-182? I like it as much as the yeah, next guy, but what the fuck? So this guy is a nobody and a total bore. And I love that he goes into this thing. The His favorite My Little Pony is a character named Cheese Sandwich. Are you familiar with Cheese Sandwich at all? No, Carl, I am not. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> as of today, I now know who Cheese Sandwich is. And this is James talking about how he got into the show because of Cheese Sandwich. Uh, I think what really, if I'm being honest, what really drew me into the show, and I was like, wait, what is this show? Is <laughs> the existence of the character Cheese Sandwich. So James is really into My Little Pony. And to his credit, he has a daughter or daughters and he watches it with them. So I would repeat that over and over again, too, if I were him on a My Little Pony show. Oh, yeah, yeah my daughter likes <laughs> it. I, I'm just in the room. But he explains <laughs> He explains that she, she always <laughs> cries and claws at the door to get out. But I know she loves it. <laughs> yeah, I'm picturing like a clockwork orange where he's got her, her eyes like posted open. So she has to watch the fucking show with me. Come on, Darlene. Uh, <laughs> <fuck> cunt. <laughs> All right, so here he is. They also agree that cheese sandwich is awesome, and for a very specific reason that James was wildly unaware of. <gasps> we love cheese sandwich. We do love cheese sandwich. Because Rudel uh, Yankovic is the most amazing human being in the earth. Wait, hold up one moment. Weird Al Yankovic does the voice of cheese sandwich? Did you not know that? I did not know that. Okay, so this guy's favorite fucking pony is Cheese Sandwich, voiced by Weird Al Yankovic. He had no idea that it was Weird Al. And I want to point out how dumb this guy is, Kaya. I'm going to play a snippet of a song that's sung by Cheese Sandwich on a My Little Pony episode. Then that's all I need to do. That's who I need to be. I thought I needed laughter, but it has to come from me. you want laughter then stick with cheese yeah! <laughs> uh, not for nothing but it's not even trying to be something other than weird al yankovic are you fucking kidding me you couldn't pick up on that uh, he didn't bother to google his favorite character well i just just hearing any of the songs this guy's singing you would know it's got fucking accordion in it it's this cheesy weird elf it's the only guy who sounds like that he's got a million songs I I should have done Amsh Paradise, really. Somehow shoehorned it in there. Yeah, well, I was too busy trying to find more Macedon songs to uh, shoehorn into the show. All right. This guy, he likes My Little Pony because it's such a funny show. I don't know. I just, I like 
I like shows where the humor is something that I can I can attach to. I would never say no to my kids when they wanted to to watch one because I was like, all right, let's see what let's see what's going on with this. I've I've heard this about Pixar, you know, like the Lego Movie. I've heard this about certain cartoons that are for kids. There's an element of it. There's an aspect that's for adults. And so they have jokes on a couple different levels and you can get into it. You know, Toy Story was that way. But this is not that. He's saying, yeah, yeah, I like my little point. My my kids like it, but I, I really like the humor of it. There's nothing funny going on in this show. This show is atrocious for adults. It should not be watched. It's a waste of time. I know that excuse about, oh, there are some low-key jokes made for the adult audience. There's references to, like, horror movies for adults. And say, okay, whatever. It's, it's not impressive. Inside jokes that the producers put in there just for their own amusements doesn't now give you an excuse to watch little children's shows. Grow the fuck up. Oh, yeah, there's, there's one part in the show that we both listen to where they're in Manhattan. And when you're mm-hmm. in Manhattan, of course, real estate is very expensive. So they go to this, uh, I don't know if it's a library or an office or something, and they're all crammed into this little area. And they're like, well, that's a joke for the parents because the kids wouldn't understand that in New York, it's very, it's like, that's not a joke. It's, it's not even a joke. Okay, great. You, you understood what they were going for. It doesn't make it good. And well, the sad thing mm-hmm. is these dummies are watching a 20 minute long cartoon show. And in order to do a podcast about it, they have to take notes. All right. Well, I think it's time to get into this episode. There's a lot to digest. Yeah. There's a whole lot of pinky. Imagine how hard this was trying to watch and take notes. (laughs) I took one note. Oh. um, And it was animals turning into oranges. And then I put my notebook aside. (laughs) There's a lot to digest here. We had to take notes. There was a lot going on. This idiot known as mod pie diana she is going through and explaining what happened in the show she doesn't even get it right this is the easiest shit to digest her only gigantic checking my little pony no check this out (laughs) check this out the other two guys call her out immediately twilight has misfired her spell she has turned an apple into a bird orange. She, well, she a, turned... No, she hit a blue yeah, bird. Yeah, she hit a blue bird. She turned now, the bird into the orange. Right. And it is now a blue-orange bird. Right. A blue-orange bird? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so it's an orange with uh, blue wings. So she's not even following this, and then just a few minutes later, she gets something wrong again. Pinkie Pie is like, okay. And she zooms off, and she runs into Apple Well, she, Jack, she, does, pulling... she does Rainbow Dash's job for her. Yeah, she like oh, quick she? spins. She does a tornado around Rainbow Dash as oh, yeah. the cloud goes she, up into the she air. She does. I missed this. See, this is this, <laughs> Pinkie Pie episodes are so hard. <laughs> what? I'm really glad she's not trying to break down the Sopranos for us because holy shit, she's not following what's going on in an episode of My Little Pony because Pinkie Pie episodes are too hard. Again, this is not a show for adults, man. As an adult, the only time you should hear words like rainbow dash is when it's a euphemism for ecstasy or something. Right. How the fuck do you watch this and still somehow retain any sense of dignity? And yeah, they take so many goddamn notes. And that's what I noticed is uh, clip nine. This is them talking about Riverdale. This is the other podcast. But he asks her if she took note of one of the character's lines. Kevin's just being like, you need to tell Archie that you love him. You need to tell Archie that you love him, and you need to ask him out. And, Betty, did you put the line down that he said for that? Oh, yeah. He, 
Because Betty's just Betty like... Betty says, I'm like, well, if he had those feelings, why wouldn't he have said something? And Kevin says, Betty, Archie's swell. Jesus Christ. Why are they even writing any of it down? These transcripts are easily available online. Just download them and read those. You go second by second anyway. What is the point? I get the feeling they do. Because at one point during the Riverdale episode, you can actively hear a whole lot of paper shuffling. Listen closely here. Uh, clip 10. And the moment is gone for Betty. Yep. Archie's like, hey, what did you want to talk to me about? And he's, she's like, oh, nothing. So anyway, uh, Archie, cut to you. This, this show moves so fast, guys. Like, this is the first five minutes of the show. Oh, yeah. So like, it, And it eases up after we get past this first segment, but by golly, they moved it, way like, fast. It was, it was a lot. Yeah. So um, Archie's headed to school, and his dad is down, and who's his dad played by? Oh, my God. Going through the three-ring binder. A bunch of paper shuffling. Yeah. Him looking for pages like, oh, this is just the first five minutes, you guys. Just hold on until we get to the later minutes. Oh, you're gonna, you're gonna love what's written here. Holy shit, dude! It's just a stupid fucking show. You're like the carrot top of podcasts. You have like prop gags that you do. I love it. That's, that's well done. You are well prepared for this. Um, so I don't know if you went to their website, but I did, and I was looking yeah. at the about the hosts page that has mm-hmm. pictures of our friends diana and david and under diana there's a bio and the thing that you'll find interesting about diana is that she watches a lot of tv they mention it about four or five times in her one paragraph bio and i, I don't know about you kaya but when i want to make new friends and, and learn interesting things from fascinating people i'm always looking for someone who watches a lot of tv that's usually a good sign that somebody's well-learned and can carry a conversation. Maybe mm-hmm. turn off the fucking TV, Diana. Maybe just turn it off for a no, minute because it's not helping you. You don't, you wouldn't want a friend who has memorized every single My Little Pony episode line no. by line. No. Reenact it with her husband. She's like, oh, let me call Dave. Dave, yeah, 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 come on. He, Carl just asked us about that episode. Let's act it out for him with sock puppets. <laughs> I also don't want... Fucking serial killers. I also don't want to talk to somebody who doesn't understand how cartoons work. Two episodes ago, Pinkie Pie had a Fluttershy costume. Like a full-on Fluttershy costume that she unzips. Pinkie Pie Dang. was wearing a Fluttershy costume that was a zip-up costume, Kai. Are you following this? It was just two episodes Whoa. ago, and she had to unzip the costume. Are you fucking it's, crazy? It's called animation, you fucking idiot. It's a cartoon. You know, Elmer Fudd had the rabbit right in his sights and still couldn't hit him. It was right there. I don't know what's going on with this guy. He's like a buffoon. There is a whole, like, TV show about this concept. Is I think it's called Scooby-Doo, where the ghost... It's actually not a ghost, it's a mask. It's pretty crazy. It's like a suit that he can unzip the main bad guy. It wasn't even really a monster. It was, just, it was just a guy who was trying to thwart the business. Oh, my God. This, these people are fucking stupid. And I got to tell you how sad James is, because he's relating to the show, which is never a good sign. If you watch My Little Pony and you connect with one of the characters, <laughs> you're a fucking loser. I couldn't have fun with applesauce at the same time. <laughs> you mean Applejack. Sure. So I didn't do anything okay. at all. That is me. That's my <laughs> biggest anxiety right there, is that my indecision will lead to me doing nothing. That's That's like, if we want to get deep, like... That's my big problem is like, 
I want to commit to that and that and that. And then I don't end up doing anything and then I'm just sad. (laughs) Who fucking cares? James is the only guy who actually tries to put in some commentary around it. Unfortunately, it's the most boring type of commentary ever. It's about his personal life. James, you're going to be shocked by this. I don't know you from the internet. I don't know your shows. I don't care about Blink-182's discography that much. So whether or not you get sad because you make too many plans with people and they don't follow through with any of them means nothing to me. It doesn't affect me in any fucking way. More to the point, it's not deep. This children's cartoon about one pony, you know, she got in an argument with her pony friend, but then she was sad that she upset her friend. That's not deep. That's not deep. That's not very deep. That's the foundation of human relationships. It's not very deep at all. Here's another one of James Holy relating shit. to My Little Pony. I relate so much to this to this scene particularly because I feel also like, but wait, can't we all just do something together so that no one is doing something that I'm going to miss out on? I get that yeah. a lot. And James yeah. laughs. The person who sent this in to us, they they said, you got to check out this one episode with this guy, James. He comes on and just giggles at everything. And this is just about a 90-second window where I went in and just pulled him laughing at every, or giggling at every little thing that's said. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. there's two ways to sound really stupid on a podcast one is to talk about my little pony and two is to laugh about it speaking about not having fun without your friends uh this is what the woman says diane to is clip three i just want to say real quick you know how i know that james doesn't have any friends he's a podcaster all right here's your clip thanks but without my friends i don't think i'll ever feel again Go look at the recital. What? I won't ever feel again. She just, she wants to experience everything with her friends. That's how she feels safe. I totally get that. Like, I can't have fun without my friends. I can't, you know, I'm just going to be sad. I know. It's just the subtext made text in the script of, like, going that hardcore with the line. I'm like, damn, Apple Bloom. What well, damn Apple Bloom so hardcore like this TV show? We're gonna have to rate it mature if you keep talking <laughs> like that. Whoa, it's my little pony, but suddenly turn into Rambo or something. Fuck, man, you're watching a children's cartoon and you use the word hardcore. <laughs> and you said this what was this hard about? to clip. You said this was hard to clip. This is and the woman. These are ridiculous. Woman going, people. oh, I don't know how to have fun without my friends. I don't know. Have you ever heard of hobbies? Yeah. A book, something. Go for a bike ride. I've I've seen the picture. You should probably go for a bike ride or a jog. <laughs> and so much more we don't make fun of people's appearances, Carl. I do say that a lot. I'm like, I don't go after people for their appearances. And then immediately, this is, if you go back to episode one, their first two seasons sounded like shit. They didn't know how to record a podcast. They've gotten better at it. But now if you go back to episode one, they actually have a disclaimer explaining that what you're about to hear sucks. Hey, everypony, it's Diana, (laughs) a.k.a. Maud. If you are a first-time listener of Macintosh and Maud, I want to suggest that you start with season three, episode one of this podcast. Season one, episode one is the very first podcast that me and David ever recorded. We didn't know what we were doing. We didn't know how to cover this show. 
So I did just that. You want me to go to season three, episode one? Let me do that. And let me see what's doing with these guys. Because I don't know a lot about My Little Pony or what's going on in the show. But it must be very compelling if you need to reenact an entire episode. So let's see what this uh, cartoon is up to with their plot. Okay, so we go to the library. Twilight Sparkle is just like, there are no words. I mean, this is a giant-ass library. Yeah, it makes the one in Canterlot look like a closet. Uh, and they run into a librarian. All right, so you're telling me that on this cartoon, the main characters go to a library and talk to a librarian. That sounds like the worst fucking plot I've ever heard. That's a snooze fest. Why is this popular? This is I have Sesame Street. Better advice is, uh, you know, start at episode one of any other podcast. <laughs> start at episode one of Ginger Snap and kill yourself. This is <laughs> this is an example. <laughs> this is an example of them explaining the funny parts of the show because I didn't know that there was comedy to be had, but apparently there is. So Pinkie Pie starts to play the flugelhorn. But she doesn't play the flugelhorn. She yells flugelhorn into the flugelhorn. This dude is fucking corny. These guys are grade A cornballs. I hate them so much. I hate you for making me listen to this whole goddamn shit. You should. Trying to desperately trawl their RSS feeds so I could find something to clip in it. There's nothing. And this guy, these guys... Like you said, you looked at their photos, and immediately I figured, okay, I can deduce these people's politics yep. just from their muck shots. You know, those kind of people where you can mm -hmm. immediately tell. Uh, so, quickly play clip 11 where this guy, he uses a naughty word, and he's immediately, he has to qualify it for how bad it's usually to say. He didn't have anything to and, also, and also recognition of, gosh, he's a bitch. Yes. And... And, I, and I know that's a harsh word, especially coming from a guy about a woman, but she is. Oh, she's, she's a huge oh. bitch. There's, there's no two ways about it. Wow. Dave, what are you doing? It's 2019. You can't be going around <laughs> calling females bitch. I know, I know that it's not cool for a guy to call a woman that. What are we supposed to call him then? That's the word. <laughs> I think, honestly, I think calling them a cunt is very rude. I prefer bitch. So that's just me, though. I'm a little more progressive. Well, the, the point is to insult someone <laughs> and immediately as I go, oh, shit, 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 shit. I don't want to sleep on the couch. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I know it's bad to call a, a lady that. You know what's uh, really stupid to do is to watch My Little Pony and then look for plot holes. Okay, and the other part of it is that on the secret compartment, <laughs> it's got a horseshoe. He's a dragon. Why is he able to open the special compartment? Mm, good point. That does it play what a worthwhile endeavor this is let's watch my little pony and figure out the parts that don't make sense all of it Dude, gotta fact check cartoons and you know <laughs> see how how it holds up against your uh, suspension of disbelief hey carl did you know that in in the earlier seasons of south park kenny would die in almost every episode but then he'd somehow he would just come back to life i don't know how does that work yeah that's not even realistic <laughs> this is fucking people. God, fuck. By the way, I Kaya, I, I, I have a good uh, mm. news. I have good news for you. Sorry to cut you off. I have good news for you. 
if there's questions you have about My Little Pony and you're not sure who the characters are, what episodes they appear on, <laughs> there is a resource for you, my friend. There's a Nana Pinky. Okay, I went and I looked this up. There's no Nana Pinky. Where? Not not in the wiki. You've never seen a Nana Pinky? Are you are you familiar with the My Little Pony wiki? I of course, yes. That's okay. that's how I looked before I could understand what the what the hell my daughter was talking about or whatever. We made <laughs> we made very much use of the My Little Pony wiki. Yeah, absolutely. There it's, you go. It's amazing. I love it. Thank you to every one of our listeners who contributes to that because it's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's very helpful. Definitely. So there's a My Little Pony wiki that will give you all the information mm-hmm. you need. Now I can understand if this was for, like, say, Game of Thrones, where there's a lot of different plots going on and characters, and it can get very confusing. This is a fucking kid's cartoon. This is a kid cartoon about friendship with talking ponies, and they need to go to a fucking wiki page to figure out what's going on? I was able to watch an episode from season six, and I, I understood everything that was going on. Yeah, but to these man children, this is their Game of Thrones. That's true. Uh, all right, I have another example again, of them again. just being super annoying and not funny in any single way. Because they also wreck the silo. Oh, they yes. tear the whole yeah. farm. Down. Yeah, it's all messed up. And we realized recently that that barn gets torn down a lot. <laughs> They're raising a lot of barns. There's a whole lot of barn raising going on at Sweet Apple Lakers. Oh, oh. The adult in me is like, okay, where is the pony insurance agent? <laughs> right. Somewhere around there. We are ponies. This is going great. The the adult in her. I don't think she has one. I don't think that's uh, That's the commentary happening. That's the level of commentary mm. that we're getting. They brought the, the barn down. I hope they have insurance for that. Am I right, people? Oof. All right. I don't know. I got like one more thing that I want to play. Anything else you want to play about this show? Um, I just have Dave doing the bitchy vocal fry. Oh, this is clip eight. I see the vocal fry thing. I didn't know it was Dave. Good. Yeah. And they're definitely not shying away from that comparison. Oh my gosh. That it, it's so much. In fact, that one of the lead parent characters is Machen Amick, who was in Twin Peaks yeah. for the entire run. She plays in Betty's mom. Oh my god, dude, you're fucking... It's Twin Peaks. You're, you're broadcasting! Yeah, what are you, falling asleep as you're saying the sentence? When you're broadcasting, have a little fucking energy. Act a little bit excited about what you're saying. For Christ's sake. They're acting like they have to listen to their own show. <laughs> well, then I can understand why they'd be upset. The one thing that My Little Pony does that gets the fans very excited. Now, My Little Pony's been around since the 80s, <laughs> as far as I know. I don't know if it goes back yeah. further than that, but I was a uh, child in the 80s, and I remember My Little Pony cartoon, whatever. I don't know if they just sold toys and had commercials. I don't know if there was a cartoon. But the thing that people get very excited about is when they reference the old show. I remember this being a watershed moment in us watching this show, being like, oh, my God, did they just do that? Did they just use the old My Little Pony? I love it. Anytime they do stuff like that or they use the original My Little Pony theme, I'm like, <gasps> which they do a lot. And then it So, the fans go nuts for this. Oh my god. And then he says, which they do a lot. So this tells you the exact mentality of the brony. They want to be fed a very specific thing from entertainment. They don't want any twists and turns, they don't want any actual conflict or adversity that they have to deal with. With their entertainment, 
they want to be given just vanilla. They, they love vanilla ice cream all day long. Just, I don't want anything but what I like, and that is nostalgia. And I want you to bring back the My Little Pony theme. And these assholes actually sing it. My Little Pony, My, my little, little Pony. Is this the shortest intro we've had? Fucking A. That's it, man. That that's all I got. That's all I can say about this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. Yeah, I'm done too. You're good. <clears throat> it is time for. We're going to give a call to Opie's producer, Mike Sappho, who has agreed to talk to us on the show today. So let's see if he is ready and willing to chat. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. No, he, him. Yes. Hopefully. Actually, that's a good question. Hello? Mike. What's up, bro? Hey, what's up, buddy? How's it going? I got nervous. I saw Dansville. I said, what the hell's going on here? I know. I, I grabbed a phone number for Google Voice, and for some reason, mm-hmm. it made it Dansville. But that's <laughs> that's not where we are. We are in Rochester, <laughs> New and York. very smart because you got you have a lot of enemies, I heard. A couple. A couple. <laughs> lawsuits, there's lawsuits and everything, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, buddy. I, I want to get into that. So let me just give quick backstory here. Mike Sappho is... Uh, you're in the NYPD, I believe. You're, the last 16 years, yeah. The last 16 years. And you're also a huge fan of Opie and Anthony. And at this point now, you are the producer of Opie Radio. Is that correct? Kind of. And kinda. I'll uh, kind of clarify that a little bit. Please. When I was just a big fan, and like every other person in the world, I started a podcast five years ago. And I just interviewed different celebrities, athletes, Authors, fascinating people. That's all I do. Yeah. So I, I obviously wanted to have Opie on and Anthony, and I would just, you know, message them relentlessly, being like obsessive. And after just maybe like a year of hitting up Opie, like, dude, just come on. We'll just hang out. Nothing controversial. <laughs> He's like, dude, just come to Gebhardt's and link up. I want you to come check out the show. So I went there, and it was just a coincidence that I had the same like Zoom recorder as him, same mic. <laughs> Perfect. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I helped him up, like, uh, you know, low this, know this one. And just because I'm, like, a personal person, I have a lot of people that came on my show and hung out. So I'm like, hey, Rob O'Neill, you should come do Opie's show. So I think he just saw my initiative, and he's like, dude, you should come work for me. And I'm like, well, I have a real job. I can definitely help you out. So on that sense, I'm more of, like, I guess you can say an assistant. It's like, hey, help me get this guest and do that. Because the producing-wise, I have no um, background in radio or anything, just a fan of talk radio. So – on your Twitter, it says yeah. producer of Opie Radio, which is why yeah. I said that you're the producer of Opie no, no, Radio. No, and, and, and you're right, because when I had business cards for yeah. Westwood One, I was fancy. It did say producer because that was my goal. I was going to try to produce the podcast like, hey, this guest coming on. Here's a one sheet. Uh, on that that aspect of it, there's no more real production value. It was more Opie and Joey doing the production stuff for the show. Yeah, right. One, I don't have a background in radio, like I said. And two, my other thing was uh, it was more I was more of an assistant, but – on a business card, if it said assistant to OP radio, who's going to write back to me, Carl? Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> so how far back does this go then? You mentioned that you met him at Gebhardt, so he was at Westwood One at the time. How long have you been working with Opie? 
Yeah, so I'm going to say uh, probably around the June area, because June area is when I met him. He was doing a show at Gebhardt's, and then I was actually going, I'm a big traveler. I was going to Russia for the World Cup, mm-hmm. and he's like, hey, when you get back, we should definitely link up again. I said, oh, okay, cool. And I just went there, Carl, as a friend, like, hey, this is kind of cool. I'm going to you know, watch Opie do his show. I think Krista Stefano was there. Uh, the late, great Carl Ruiz was there. I think Sherrod was there. It was just a fun day. And then when I got back, he's like, hey, let's link up. And it was him and Tim Sabian, like, are you interested in working? Wow. I'm like, yeah, man, of course. I'm like, I have a real job. I don't, this is, I, I do it as a hobby, but if you guys want me to help out. And then they hired me to, it's like, I hey, have here's a real a, job. A <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I like that Westwood One comes to you and says, hey, do you want to work for us? You're like, I have a real job. No, no. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I knew you were no, Hey, Tim Sabian, uh, go fuck yourself. I actually no, have employed. <laughs> but Carl, you know what the funny thing was? I actually, uh, I, I'm just a fan of podcasts and talk radio. I don't really listen to music. So when they said help, I thought they meant like, hey, Mike, you know, the truth, hey, here's Opie's equipment. Carry it to the show. Uh, call this guest. Yeah. But I got uh, put into a different position, which was fun. It was cool. It was uh, learning on the job. But, yeah, it was fun. That's amazing. So when you said June, you meant June of last year. Yeah, June. Uh, so you've been. Yeah, World Cup, yeah. So, so probably you... around around a year now yeah. I've been with them. Okay. And are you still helping produce the show? Or are you still part of it? Well, yeah, definitely. I definitely help them out still. But you know what it was, too? One, with my – I have a wacky, wacky schedule. Sometimes I'm working like 30 hours in a row. Oh, wow. And listen, it's I work in Brooklyn. So if there's a shooting or a stabbing, I'm working double. So I've only – unfortunately for me, because I love going to the podcast. I love watching it. You know, you tear down that third wall of watching uh, radio. That's why Stern was great with the E! Show. Remember, you got to watch a radio yeah. show. For me, it was different. Yeah. Um, so to have a first – you know, front row seat to watch shows is great. Uh, I do the show now. I help Matt whenever he needs. Uh, not as much recently. And the truth, maybe out of all the shows he did, maybe around 20 or 30 or maybe 35 of them, I was kind of part of helping him out, like meeting up with him, setting up the stuff. So, yeah, I have more of like, I guess, a background thing. Like, hey, help me try to get this guest or hook me up with a one sheet. What do you know about this guy? Would this guy be a good guest? So I'm still definitely with him. I still talk to him all the time. We still throw away, throw out ideas to each other. But Unfortunately, not as much, just because the show's not as uh, being done as much yeah. as we speak. Yeah, and I want to talk. <laughs> I want to talk about that, but um, I want to talk real quick about how you ended up on my radar. Now, I had heard you on Opie Radio. I know you guys were like on a car trip together and just talking about the old O and A days and yes. shoving things in girls and stuff like that. Sorry, yes. I played some no, clips no, no, of that. No, no, no. no, no, no. We, we, we were talking about Opie and Anthony about how crazy they were. He yeah. brought up the sticking things into females. I, I remember, yes. I, I don't think you were the one proactively pursuing that conversation. I remember no, that. No, 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 no. So I received a note from this guy named Eddie Pale saying that you he knows you and you're a fan of WATP and that I should reach out to you. And I don't know if that's well, true or not, but I did. Y- yes and no. It was... <laughs> The guy's a good guy. He's one of my travel buddies. Okay. He actually put you guys on my radar. He's like, hey, do you know the show, uh, WAPP, they destroy podcasts? Yeah. And I'm a weird dude. I'm like, oh, let me hear it. The one I listened to, you destroyed my man Opie. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm like so now I'm like, all right, I'm, you mean I, all I of them? Fair, yeah. I'm very fair. I'm a big first, you know, first amendment, say whatever you want. I'm like, all right, no, listen, they can crush people. And then I'm like, oh, I listened to a couple. And then I checked out because my opinion, you guys were just like, picking on everything he did everything joey did you guys were killing him. <laughs> yeah and, and you know what it was carl and, and it's a weird spot the same way you know when your friends get made fun of so i would i'm like you know i'm checking out these guys entertaining show 
And then uh, you, you, you brought me back in because he was like, hey, they destroyed – I think he was stuttering John on one of them. And then <laughs> yeah. I forgot something else. But then I also heard that you guys were speaking like highly of Carl. And yeah. my buddy Eddie's like, dude, they're not really crushing Opie anymore. You should check back in. So I checked in. And you guys were being very fair with a lot of stuff. You are. Yeah. Like sometimes you guys go over the top and Kaya, you are – this is why I like Kaya because – he doesn't know them, yeah. so he's oh. like overly vicious, and I, you know, I respect it. I, I, you know, I respect the game. Good um, job, Kaya. And and that, that's what it was. I am holding back as we speak. No, you can't. No, go at it, go at it, bro. And uh, yeah. So I, for me to say as a fan, I can never say I'm a fan. I'm friends with Opie, so I can't be a fan of you. I appreciate every work you guys put a lot of production work into it, but I've definitely listened to a few shows. I missed a few of them because I apparently when I just told my buddy I was coming on. Apparently, you guys are overly vicious with him, which I don't like, but hey, it's your show, right? <laughs> yeah, I. so I was really blown away, and I, and I love the fact that you have a good sense of humor about this and that you were very polite when I reached out to. Uh, it, I was when the, when the guy wrote that to me, I'm like, there's no way this is true, but what the fuck, I might as well reach out and see what the deal is. And I give you huge props for the fact that you're working very closely with Opie. We've obviously been making fun of him a bit, and you're you're cool with us. But what's well, 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 yeah, go Carl, ahead. Let me do one thing, and because yeah. the truth, Kaya crushed me on one episode. Oh, did he? Cool, like yeah, yeah, but no, but did I? Was, yeah, yeah, it was like when my grandfather passed. You're like, who the fuck cares? Why is it? Kaya. No. Oh, that was you. <laughs> but Carl, Carl, okay. Carl, but you want to know what it is? You can't be like, I'm never talking to that guy. That's a show you do. Who knew who was yeah. listening? So I don't, right. I don't hate on people. That's like, listen, you. Everything's in good nature. It's all fun. It's. If it was vicious and you're talking about people's kids and I'm like, these aren't good human beings. Right. You do everything in fun. You, you know, that's your thing. Well, right, yeah, so I appreciate that. And the other thing to, just, to point out is that we only talk about people who are putting shit out on the internet. And mm -hmm. I, I think that's the thing that's lost on people. They're like, oh, why are you going after that person? I'm like, because they're putting that shit on the internet. Like, I, I wouldn't have known that they were talking about this shit if they were kept it in their living room. I, uh, I'm fair with that because I would never... <laughs> Go just say make fun of. I don't have Instagram, but I would never be like, oh my god, let me go destroy that girl on the street. Yeah. But when you put yourself out there, right, doing the duck face, doing this, you're <laughs> opening yourself up for criticism, and that's how I feel. <laughs> if you're gonna do, if I'm gonna do a nice little show, me and my buddy, we don't record it. You don't make fun of it, but if you're putting it out there and promoting it, then yeah. you listen. That's criticism. Everyone gets criticized, no matter who you are. You're gonna get criticized. Take the good with the bad. Right. Uh, Kaya, you were gonna say something. Go ahead, buddy. Yeah. So. Well, Mike, I appreciate it, man. I, I think that's getting unfortunately too rare to be able to just talk to somebody else and say, you know, when you're funny, you're funny. When I disagree with you, I disagree with you. And that's that. But aren't you a little worried? Maybe you may be burning some bridges even just merely by coming on the show because I know that Don't Stuttering John this. has been threatening to uh, <laughs> well, fuck well, Carl and OP <laughs> yeah. clearly doesn't like him very much. Yeah. Well, the burning of the bridge, I'm going to tell you the truth. I don't know i haven't listened to all the shows so I, I might come off maybe a little silly now you might have destroyed opie way worse than i thought and i hope you didn't because <laughs> but i don't think it's burnt bridges because the truth i came on here hopefully to defend my man opie yeah um and listen i'm not if you guys are just like overly vicious that's what you guys do but no i don't think i'm gonna burn any bridge i don't i don't really i think carl and i we message each other i don't really talk shit about people i don't really uh hey you reached out to me i'm gonna always write back and even the same way if someone in Anthony's camp reaches out to me or some, I never say, I'm going to say, hey, what's up? I'm not involved in anyone's beef, but I would never come on here and speak ill of Opie or anything. So I don't think that would burn a bridge. I hope it doesn't. Good. 
Good. I mean, if not, if not, I'll come intern at WATP. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. You know, you keep your real job though. This doesn't pay. This doesn't pay great. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you have a real job. It's interesting because the way we got our show format was very much from Opie and going back to the Jocktober days. And Sam Roberts even made a point that. You know, we, we crushed him and he said, I don't want to listen to that. I feel like I kind of gave them the format that they're using. And <laughs> so it, it's all it's all fun. It's all in good fun. But let's get into this thing with Stuttering John. So I reached out to you because Stuttering John talked about having a conversation with you. I'm going to play a clip that I pulled for a show. I think it was back on the Tinfoil Hat podcast that we did. Okay. I also then spoke to Opie's, Opie's producer. It, you know, Opie from Opie and Anthony. Yes, I've heard of him. And 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 we talked about this, you know, about these certain idiots, you know, and, and you know, how they're, like, trying to milk off of our success to, like, give themselves a name. But, I, I you know, I'm not going to fucking gratify them by, like, t- you know, giving them any name. But then I just thought about it. Rice, they're playing pieces of this podcast. They don't have our permission for that. So I got a lawyer who's my friend. He'll send them a cease and desist. They shouldn't be allowed to play my song. All right, well, that's where he gets a little bit off the rails there. So, look, I'm just wondering if I'm getting sued now because I'm on this show with this clip being played, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, watch out, <laughs> this fucking idiot. And then, so he goes on to say, and I have another real quick clip, and then we'll get into it. But getting back, so I was talking to Opie's producer. I'm just like, you know, and like, and they're doing the same thing that we're doing, just ignoring these fucking losers because they're just losers. So <laughs> it's so funny because. I love people who can't get out of their own way. He's saying that they're ignoring us, but he's also saying that he's going to send us a cease and desist, and he's got lawyers involved, and it's kind of everything. And I heard that, and it sounded like there was this whole meeting between Stuttering John and Opie about us, and what are they going to do about us? So I reached out to Mike and said, hey, have you talked to Stuttering John? What's all this about? And can you just clarify, because John said he had a conversation with you about us, and can you just tell people what that was? In the past year, uh, I've never mentioned Opie. I mean, uh, your podcast, Opie. Mm-hmm. He's never mentioned it to me. Listen, I'm sure he's aware of it. The same way, if someone talks crap about me on Twitter when I cry about the Yankees, you see who mentions you. I'm pretty sure he knows who you guys are. Yeah, we've never discussed you. Yep. And the conversation with John. Now, let me. I have to do say this. John has been really cool. Uh, the time Opie wanted him on the show, we hit him up. He came into the city. He was really fun. We talked afterwards. So again, I know uh, Kai is worried about me burning bridges. John was nothing but really awesome to me every time. Cool. Uh, he did call me up uh, maybe around oh, maybe around two months ago, and he was like, hey, I'm just curious what you and Opie are doing with this, uh, you know, the, I know he won't mention you guys, now the WATP podcast. And I'm like, oh, I'm nothing really. And he's like, they're destroying, you know, they're crushing me, they're hitting up with Opie. And oh. then I did go back and listen to one. Oh, you go on. Wait, you guys are way mean on that. <laughs> I got to defend my voice. And, this um, is so hot. And, 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 and that was really it, Carl. It was just basically yeah. like, what are you guys going to do about it? I said nothing. And he was telling me, he's like, you know, yeah, he's like, they, they're playing clips of my show and this and that. But as far as Opie getting involved, he, he would never. That's just not something he does. You know that. Um, oh, yeah, I'm not worried. So that was the conversation. But for it wasn't like a powwow. It was actually a phone call. I think I was like either at the gym or something. But he definitely called me up and we talked. But it was he was just saying like he was venting. And he was like, are you guys going to do anything about it? And I'm like, no, it's never even been discussed to go after. And Mike, this isn't this isn't your uh, place to to do this kind of thing. But did you mention to him that he should just get over it and calm down and that it's not a big deal? (laughs) I I was actually taken back when he called. I'm like, oh, he's he's in New York. He probably wants to link up, do Ope's show. Yeah. 
maybe do like, you know, Jackie's show, you know, do something. So I was a little taken back. So I wasn't usually prepared. Yeah. And I have to, you know, work what I do. I have to always be quick on my feet. And I'm like, I just didn't know where that even came from. Like, Oh, wasn't going to go after every podcast that talks about him. Like sadly a bunch do like uh, on compound media, they kind of go at him a lot. He doesn't go after anybody. Right. So yeah, it was no, no, it wasn't a big powwow. It wasn't a big, uh, Opie stuttering John meeting. It was just more of a quick conversation. Like, Hey, is Opie going to do anything about these assholes? And, uh, that was it. Someone created a YouTube video and put it on our subreddit. I sent you a link to the video. Do you happen to see that? I, I didn't see which one is this. Oh, uh, it's, it's off the, it's off the site now. Unfortunately, it's been taken down, but it was really funny because somebody photoshopped what the meeting looked like. And they had the, a meeting in the White House with Trump and his advisors, and they, they swapped out the faces. So it was like Royce and Suttering John and you and Opie, and you're all like having this meeting of the minds about WATP. Oh, that's great. Yeah. First of all, Crack I should have backtracked. I should have acted like it was this huge meeting, but it was just a phone call as I was leaving the gym. So I, yeah. I hate to disappoint the WATP fans. <laughs> no, I know. I knew it was nothing. <laughs> I, I, now I, I, I wish I could have been like, no, no, we flew him in. Yeah, right. Bank, we sat down, me, him, Sabian, all. We, but now it was, it was a two-minute, 12 conversation about, hey, you guys going to do anything? I said no because I thought you guys actually stopped talking about Opie. So I'm like, no, I don't. I'm like, this is good. Get off Opie. Get off Yeah, right. This is good. <laughs> I agree, by the way. Talking yeah, about Sorry like, John is way more fun right now. <laughs> I'm well, with you well, on that. Called, it's called because he's, he, he's fighting back. I, you know, when, yeah. when you're a, a, a kid, when you're a kid growing up, if someone makes fun of you, you ignore it. It goes away. When you fight back, then everybody gets on. So it's like, just leave it alone, man. Dumb shit, Sherlock! All right. So this is what I want. This is what I want to talk to you about: the future of Opie sure. Radio. If you're still involved in it, obviously the passing of Carl Ruiz is a tragedy, and I I didn't see it coming. I don't think anybody else did either. It was brutal. Huge part of the show, very integral part of the show. What's Opie thinking? What are you guys going to be doing? Is there anything coming up on uh, Opie Radio uh, as far as format or what you're going to be doing in the future? So it's a kind of a two pronged thing. When it happened, I personally am like. This is the end of the show. Not that Carl was on every show, right. but Carl's a – listen, I know you guys only spoke highly of Carl, and I think I played the Carl Ruiz episode today because I wanted to hear what you guys actually said about him. And you guys – and he apparently he wrote to you guys before. Like yeah. Carl was in contact with you guys. Carl's a good dude. He, He's a great dude. He was talented. He was funny. I can go on for stories about Carl, but that's not the show you do. You don't do nice shows. So <laughs> as far as – no, as far as Opie's show – he was listen. He it threw him for a loop because the yeah. truth, you know, if he wanted the podcast and he wanted to do a quick show, he would drive down to La Cubana and <laughs> bother everyone in there and do and do a show. Yeah. But Carl, he, he would do a show there, and after that, he's like, I'm not sure if I'm into it. But I think he is. I think he has to get out of a funk. He's actually, uh, he just he's in California now. With Guy Fieri and all the Food Network people doing some shows, doing a bunch of Carl tribute shows. I know you guys are gonna make comments but he, he has a ton of offers to do it but he doesn't want to commit to like a four-day week schedule or his whole thing was he never wanted to um and i don't want to speak for him but he doesn't want to be like i have to do a show today right. i have to put out a show today mm -hmm. um i think he's going to continue i hope he continues i enjoy watching it and doing it and listening yeah. to it so i hope he continues there's nothing set in stone um my opinion from knowing him and being kind of loosely involved in the radio in the podcast, I think he's gonna, you know, ride out Carl a little bit to the end of the year. Maybe a few tribute episodes. I'm sure out in California, he got a bunch of good stuff. And then hopefully in January, maybe revamp and 
decide what he wants to do because you know we are at the he's at the crossroads now because is he going to continue to podcast? You know, it's just co-host. So it's a weird spot. It's a very weird spot. So that's interesting that he, you said he has offers. Are yeah. you talking about other podcast networks? You're talking about radio? Uh, well, he, both. He, yeah. A few radio. A few radio things have reached out to him. Um, podcast networks have definitely reached out to him and his agent. Yeah. And his his whole thing from the beginning was like, I don't want a commitment. I don't want to be like, I have to do three shows a week. I have to do this. And that was I mean, I, that's what that's yeah. what having a job is, though. Don't, doesn't he want to get paid <laughs> to be a radio host? That's kind of, that's kind of yeah, what you could... have to do. He's got retirement <laughs> money, so that... I can kind of see where he's coming from. Yeah, he's got. If he just wants money. to do it for fun. Yeah. Oh, he definitely, he definitely does. And Kaya, that, that that's the thing, and I think that's kind of where. Uh, like, I wish I could. I wish you guys had a call-in show because I would have defended the first time you guys did the show. Yeah. I'm like, he's just doing it for fun. He's just <laughs> kicking it. Right. And then, yeah, yeah, so that was my thing originally. He does have that few money, which is good for him. I wish I had that few money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's what, and I always hated when people would talk on Reddit or, you know, even your subreddit. People were like, well, if he has a few money, why is he trying so hard with it? Or why is, so that's what. <laughs> He's not trying hard. No one's saying that. No one's accusing him of trying hard. <laughs> now, this is where I have to defend him. Now I have to ask you. What, yeah, go ahead. Your biggest, your biggest issue is usually the audio. Is that your biggest issue with him? Well, it's the the lack of prep too. Okay. Where where he'll and and this was another question I had the last question I had written down for you. He'll sit down at a crowded bar and there's a bunch of background noise and he has nothing to talk about and he has Vic Henley sitting next to him. And I have to ask you Mike and you might be friends with Vic. Does anyone think that he's an interesting or funny guest on the show? He's atrocious. Well, I- <laughs> See, I, no matter what I said, I knew you're very anti-Vic. I know that. He's terrible. <laughs> Everyone's anti-Vic. He's the worst. Vic is very knowledgeable. And let, yeah. let me explain about Ope's prep. And you got to hear me out with this one. Yeah, definitely. There. Yeah, go go for so it. So when he had on like Damien Eccles or Rob O'Neill or even um, Maury, guys who have like, you know, a, a background that you can, hey, let's talk about this. I think Ope's good at it. I really do. I think yeah. he's really good at it. He gets a lot out of the guests. When he when he has a format of the show, like, hey, I'm going to invite Sherrod, Vic, Stefano, okay? Mm-hmm. Sets down the mics at Gebhardt's. I think it's the uh, – and I'm not talking bad about Sherrod or Stefano. I think that they're all just like, you know, having a few drinks and just kind of forgetting they're doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I noticed that. No, no, no. And, and I, I, this isn't <laughs> not – this is my thing. When I, when I would talk to Joey about this, uh, I don't know if you got – I think you do it from a studio, right? Sure. <laughs> Why no. not? Well, it's not a Zoom area. recorder. Very professional no. operation over here at WATP. Yes, but you say you're in a you're in a radio studio. You kind yeah. of feel like you're doing a radio. The same way you're if you're playing football and you're in uniform, you feel like, hey, I'm part of the team. Right. I think when you're at a bar and who's walking away to go have a cigarette, who's going to get on <laughs> right. that girl? I think it loses its um maybe format structure because he always has shit he wants to do dude his notes are on point we're gonna crush this this and this but yeah. if he wants to talk to Sherrod about basketball and then you got Vic checking out a chick Carl going to have a cigar it's like there's so much mayhem and chaos going on sometimes so yeah. a lot of that's not his fault though I agree I mean it's his fault for doing know. the show from Gebhardt's but <laughs> I agree that yeah those guys get distracted and half the time you hear Vic Henley talking to someone in the background having a side conversation. You're like, what are they out of show right now? What's going on? And I do have to defend him one so more to time. Me the... And you guys oh. give me a platform okay. to defend him. That's yeah, yeah, please, please do. 
in the beginning, now remember, he did radio for 20-something years. Yeah. Um, so when he first, he's like, hey, here's a podcast set up. He's never done a podcast. So someone like me and you putting together a Zoom, that's all we know. We have real jobs. So it's True. like, but he went from there to having this Zoom, didn't know audio mics and stuff. And even though I know, I think Kai, I think you said it. He's been in radio 20 fucking years. He should know audio levels. But remember, he had people do that for him. So when he was doing it from a bar in the beginning or Mike Bichetti's house and stuff, he didn't, we didn't know the audio, you know, format of how podcasting, the mics with this, maybe a boom mic here. So that was in the beginning. I think the big audio problems were in the beginning with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but my point was just, like we said, this guy has a few money. So uh, mm -hmm. at the beginning of this call, you said, you know, one day you showed up and you had the same Zoom mic as he he did or something. It's kind of funny to me how this guy who has, no offense, but I'm going to assume that you with your beat cop salary, do, you don't make millions of millions of dollars to buy a camera crew, follow you around. And OP, this guy who's been in the business for decades, looks at you and go, and you guys have the same equipment. You have the same budget <laughs> allocated That's a good, that's a good point. That's a very good point. Kai, a good point. And I know you guys are going to get me on the end of this, but remember all that stuff, when he signed at Westwood, they lived, like literally handed him a box and was yeah. like, here's your podcast stuff. And it was the Zoom. It was the mics. It was the whole entire setup. It was like, here. And then he went to, I think, Gebhardt and like, oh, let me plug it in. Let me do this. So he, the equipment, yes, <laughs> we do have the same equipment. Um, it was, I had the same equipment as Westwood. It was all Westwood stuff. So he opened it and go out and buy, let me buy this Zoom. What mic are they doing? So whatever Westwood handed him, that's what he was using. But mm -hmm. I understand what you're saying with the, he should have maybe more professional stuff. I don't control his money, unfortunately. Mike, I just want to clarify something. The fact that you're on the show right now, we love you. This is awesome. Oh. This is so cool that you're coming on and, and talking about this stuff. So we're not going to bash you or anything after this. Oh, you, but you're, you're like, Carl, I would, if I hung up and then next Sunday when the show comes out, you guys are destroying me. Like, yeah, that's funny. Like I, I put, Bacall, I put myself out there. If I, if I yeah. didn't, call, if this was like a private call, and then you're like, that Mike's a dick, he's this, he talks too fast with his accent, <laughs> right. then it's funny. But I came on. So once you come on, you're allowed, you open yourself up to being... Well, that, that's why I made it very clear that what I was calling you was going to be on the show. And I was, I was actually taken aback. You're like, yeah, that's fine. Let's do this. So yeah, yeah. I appreciate well, it, man. You got well, balls. Actually, that's awesome. I didn't know that. I'm like, dude, just call me beforehand. Right. Because I thought, I thought you wanted to just like chat about the show. And then you're like, <laughs> you're coming on the show. And then I'm like, yeah. oh, all right. I'm like, all right. I got to go defend Opie now. So let me, <laughs> let you, don't me have to, you don't have to defend Opie, man. It, I, I, uh, yeah, you don't. I really appreciate the candidness. And I love that you're open about this stuff. Are you helping him with his advertising at all? Are you helping him sell the ads? No, 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 not, not selling the ads. I wish I could sell the ads. Fuck, because um, I, I wanted you to talk to my bookie for me, and I was going to go through my read of how I would do it. That's my bookie, M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot C-O, my bookie. All right. Well, listen, listen, listen. I'm not selling the ads, but people do reach out to me like that want to buy advertising. Yeah. I'll be like, hey, I want to pay for this, for that. Yes, I, kn I know you had a problem with, O-P-I-E, O-P-I-E, O-P-I-E. I, I <laughs> Good, you heard that. All right. Here's what's great. Here's what's funny. Because I think you noticed, whoever writes to me on Twitter, I write back to. Because yeah. the way I feel, I'm like, I'm a nobody. If someone wants to ask me a question, I'm like, dude, go for it. What else am I going to do? You know, yeah. Sometimes they'll hit me up. And then people send me clips. 
when people send me clips of your show, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to have to start listening because they send me a clip of like, do something with this, with my bookie ad. I'm like, what was wrong with the my bookie ad? And then I have you yelling, oh, PIE. Oh, and then once you, you call, it's like you're putting a fucking microscope. Oh, I don't know if I can say fucking. You yeah, of course you can. Micro- you put a microscope on it, and then all the WATP fans send it to me. I like, because my DMs are open. I don't care who writes to me. And then, <laughs> I'm like, okay, I heard, I get it. Uh, my book yet? We'll we'll fix the my book yet. That's hilarious. <laughs> All right, so we're so I have to point this out, and not to toot my own horn, but we are fixing podcasts near and far. Podcasters hear us make fun of them. Pat Oates was just on Anthony Cumia okay. talking about me because we roasted him a few weeks ago, and he said I've changed my entire format. I've re. He rebranded his show. He's like, those guys crushed me so hard. I've changed the entire way I podcast. I'm like, yes, good. We're fixing people's podcasts. I know it's not a fun way to go about it, but it works. It's effective. doing God's work. (laughs) Let let me ask you a quick question, boys, both of you. What changes would you make then? So just remember, I want to explain something because I know people write to me if like there's bad audio. I'm like, one, I wasn't there for it. And how am I going to fix that? Right. Yeah. Um, what would you do? So right now, you're saying you're trying to fix podcasts. Opie yeah. does – I know you guys don't believe and I love. I know when you say seven people download it. He does get a ton of do- downloads. When he when, – what's your two things that you would want him to do? Like, hey, I want to do boom and boom to make the show off WATP's radar. How about that? All right. Yeah, all right. that's a perfect question. Thank the you. The first thing I would do is – so you have your guest, or you have the person that Opie's talking to, have, and what, and I'm a huge Opie and Anthony fan, just like you. So you and I are on the same page of why this is on our radar to begin with. Sure. What I loved about that show is they would have very specific segments they would go into. They they would talk about, do you watch Hoarders last night? Yeah, yeah, I watched Hoarders. And then they'd play clips from the show, and they'd go through, like, this person's crazy. And, and you could all understand what's going on there. And then they'd come back from break. And then the next segment was, oh, we're going to have this person come in. We're going to interview them. And then they come back and then they talk. About, like, w- what I don't like is the rambling conversation stuff mm-hmm. where there doesn't seem to be any preparation. There's just a couple people hanging out thinking that because they're celebrities or people know who they are, anything they say is going to be interesting. It's not. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of episodes of OP Radio, but also a lot of the podcasts that we listen to where the people are just rambling about nothing. It's like, dummy, you're doing a show right now. Larry King never just got on his show and just rambled about nothing. It was a very specific mm-hmm. thing they were trying mm-hmm. to converse about. So Carl wants more structure. That's seriously, structure. you want more structure. Yeah. And I'll tell you, let me tell you what I, what I always wanted. And I never brought it up, but we've talked about it before. What I would love, instead of just say, Sherrod, Vic, and uh, Chris Stefano. Yeah. I'd rather a one-on-one with Chris, but the way I like it, and just because I'm kind of like a radio nerd of stuff, I would love to hear like, Chris, how'd you get started in comedy? Like, yeah. that's what I would like. I instead of like, hey, let's just riff on um, the Yankees or you know going into some bits or talking about music. I kind of like the fucking dude. You've been doing this forever. What are you into? And that's what I like more mm-hmm. of a one-on-one. So I see you don't like the four guys in a bar drinking. Doing random stuff. And what about you, Kaya? I know you're not a big fan to begin with, but what would you uh, change on it? <laughs> well, it's not that I'm not a big fan. It's simply these guys are out of my generation. But I do, I I understand that they are still the old school industry titans, right? Mm-hmm. Of radio. Yes. OP, no matter what you think of them, OP, Anthony, they know how to get a show, how to keep it going. 
so there is no silence which many podcasts these days the amateurs suffer from where you have a uh, some married couple doing a podcast about my little pony and they're going um <laughs> we just oh, did that by the way <laughs> obviously yeah. uh so what do you want to talk about i don't know what do you want to talk about uh there aren't these 15 seconds uh moments so that's good but you really need to get a studio in my yeah. opinion i don't care how good you are even someone like joe rogan who's a complete professional i don't think many people would listen to him if he was recording his podcast while walking on his iphone right no matter very, who he's very, talking very to i don't think anybody would want to listen to that some sort of very, a it, it sounds like a fucking hot mic it sounds like somebody was bugging you Someone bugged you, like the CIA was listening in on you rather than you actually creating a show. Yeah, it sounds like that one would of those... be my first advice. No, no, no. Like plenty of money. There's so many. Yeah. You know, there's so many people like, out there. So many young podcasters who oh. would kill to have their own studio. You have the means. Just get it done. You can have the same conversations, a little more structured, and just invite them into your studio. You can still offer them beer or whatever you like drinking. I'll tell you this, Kaya, and my the biggest complaint I've ever gotten was the audio. And I remember when uh, when Opie was with Westwood, I would call Joey up, and you, Joey is a stickler for <laughs> like audio. Like if there was a, a sneeze, like yep. thank God he was down in Texas because he'd come up and punch someone in the face. Yep. But that was the biggest complaint we had was the audio. And I know he's Opie's trying to do something different with it, which I like, I dig. But I understand you want more of this. You want it more of like I'm putting this on. There's no background noise. I can enjoy it and listen to it. I can because I think I like the content. Mm -hmm. I know you guys aren't the biggest fan of the content, but yes, the audio was the biggest complaint we've had. So, well, it was, it was interesting when they went down with Louis J. Gomez to what he's created, and they <laughs> just what, when you just when you crushed him with Carl's like I'm jealous. <laughs> we have we have. Uh, a defibrillator and Robert Mathers. Carl <laughs> was so depressed after that. He's like, what are we doing? We're walking around the streets with your Zoom recorder. You see what they're doing in there? But listen, listen I got to tell you guys, because the Westwood studio was, it was really like, you know, Westwood One Studios. It was kind of just like an empty room. There was an old radio room. Yeah. So they actually made, they made that thing for Opie and they made the producer engineer's room huge. So when I sat down there, I had this like, monster room and they were like cramped in this small little office <laughs> thing and Carl would be like I need to know why the talent is in this shoebox and look at Mike's room I had like my food out all my stuff laid out that's hilarious <laughs> oh Carl hey Kaya real quick what part of Germany are you from Hamburg oh no because no, I travel all the time I'm trying to go to every country in the world I'm, I'm always in Germany so oh cool I'll link up with you. Yeah, let me know if you're can, here, uh, man. I can I'll, I'll buy you a beer. Like, Bring your Zoom yeah. recorder. We'll record an episode. You fuck. <laughs> this guy is in the NYPD. He works out of the gym, and he's like, hey, Kai, where do you live? I'd be like, I don't know. I have no idea. You talked about his grandpa. Oh, no. You might want to just like pretend you don't know this guy. No, no, no. So, like, I, listen, I, I told you I appreciate it. No, I think Mike I sounds like, all right. I think Mike sounds like the kind of guy who can take a joke. Yeah, he's a good If dude. you're ever around in Germany, let me know. He's a very good dude. I, I will, I will. Mike, I'll let you have the last word, buddy. And I, I thank you again for coming on. You've been awesome. It's been a great conversation. Well, one, hey, listen, to even be asked to come on a podcast, I always think that's such an honor. Like, Good. a few, like, smaller shows, like, hey, come on. One, it was cool. Listen, you guys were extremely fair with me. I was getting ready to come out punch. And I had notes in front of me. Like, they want to talk about downloads. Let me hit. You guys, you guys are very fair. When I hang up, you guys are allowed to talk so much shit. Like uh, everyone we, says, subscribe we to WATP. 
five stars and then destroy them in the rating. In yes. The description, of course. <laughs> yes. I said, no, you guys do your thing. I had to come on here. Def- if you were going to talk bad about Opie, I had to try to defend him. I hope I defended him enough. But, uh, yeah, I don't think I burned the bridge. I came on, started a new friendship, and uh, mm-hmm. it was fun. Listen, you guys do a good show. You put a lot of work into it. You don't – like Kaya said real quick. I don't want to take too much of the mic time, which I already have. But Kaya uh, said it's not just two guys sitting there. Um – um, you say like, hey, press button 14. Let's do this clip. Listen, you guys put a lot of work into it. It's a hell of a hobby and you guys are doing a good job, man. Keep up the good work. Thanks. And Mike, I really appreciate that. And I'd love to have you back on again sometime, especially if Obi does something really stupid that we have to talk about. <laughs> oh, let's make a new segment. If yeah. he does something, no, no, Carlos, if he does something that's so egregious, <laughs> you know, like, you no, should I be his unofficial attorney. Hit me up, okay? That's awesome, man. Thank you so much. And we, we will take advantage of that because I've enjoyed this conversation and I really appreciate you coming on. Thank you. And Kaya, just get my yeah. uh, number or whatever from Carl and uh, hit me up and I'll hit you up in Germany. Guys, be good and good luck and uh, don't destroy me too much when I hang up, all right? <laughs> Sounds <laughs> yeah. good, buddy. <laughs> Sounds good. good. Luck, all right, man. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye. Wow. Well, he was nice. Holy that shit. That was unexpected. That was fun. We got yeah. to the, I feel like we got to the bottom of some things. I'm not sure what we got to the bottom of, but I don't know. All right, let's keep the show moving because I do have to play a wedding later tonight. And we had PJ Philium, who I believe is in the Discord right now. He was last time I looked. Uh, yeah, he's there. He created a parody song for us. And I love this song. It's about Seamus McKillian. And the vocals are brutal. This guy cannot hit a pitch to save his life. So get over that real quick because the content is actually great. If you listen to the words, it's fantastic. Welcome to the show. My name is Seamus. You might know me as Todd. I host 20 podcasts. But that's still not enough. Not enough. Come listen to me. Read IMDb. Come check out my songs and my comedy. Got 60 downloads on my brand new show. It's something I know is pretty impressive. 100 new downloads today. 20 more podcasts to make. Review said, hey man, your podcasts are. Pretend like I don't give a fuck. My name is Patrick. <laughs> I'm a stay-at-home dad. My girl works overtime, so I can make podcasts, make podcasts. Tell me my show suck. Okay, here's three more. You're surrounded now, and you can't escape. Guess what I will do? For the rest of my day, I'll start working on a new podcast. Podcasts are going as planned. I started another again. To download, man, that was fast. I think I started another podcast. Got 100 downloads today. 100 (laughs) downloads today. 100 downloads today. 
and impossible amount of downloads in one day. Welcome to the show. It's going to be interesting. I've always had an uh, inner comedian. Can't really get mad at that. But um, this is going to be one of the few podcasts that I host. This is my show. And it's always going to be my show. And I'm going to do everything I can to make a ginger snap. But uh, this is fun, man. I really enjoy podcasting a lot. It's just not, it's not all that it's cracked up to be. 100 downloads today. But, um, 100 downloads today. But, um, 100 downloads in one day. An impossible amount of downloads in one day. Yeah, 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 glad yeah. to have an audience. Glad to have people enjoying what I'm doing. Hopefully that'll be the case. I don't know yet. It's so hard to perform comedy. Doing these podcasts has made me be able to kind of hone the comedy skills, make uncomfortable situations more comfortable for myself by being funny, having a sense of humor. When I'm talking to myself in a lot of ways, I can still kind of pull the jokes, make the jokes happen. Sometimes. Very difficult for me to just pull a joke, but most of my jokes are targeted towards myself. Can't really be mad at that. My name is Todd. I mean, Seamus. I don't know about you, Kaya, but I thought that was extremely well done, at least from the lyric standpoint. It was very deep, yes. <laughs> it's very I mean, deep. Most of our jokes are also targeted at Seamus. <laughs> It's true. So I, I get the feeling you're not going to really let off this guy <laughs> until he shoots up a school. No, he needs, <laughs> I need to be, I need, my name needs to be in a manifesto somewhere. If it's not, I haven't done my job correctly. Yeah. And I mean, as a regular Seamus, if I'm not at least mentioned in a footnote, I'm going to feel snubbed. Right. Yeah. Seamus, don't forget that Kaya also thinks you suck at podcasting. Let's not forget that. <laughs> All right, so so there's a there's this guy Matt Lewinsky who's uh, the podcast hitman. He listens to Seamus all day and all night, and DMs me a billion things to listen to, and I only have time for five hundred million. So I'm gonna play. This is great job, thank you. It's a Seamus podcast that he put out recently, where he again talks about the negative reviews coming in. And this just, it makes him feel good that he's getting so much attention. But yeah, man, I hope you guys are enjoying the content that's coming out as of lately. I'm having a blast. I'm just having a blast becoming a content creator. Like, I feel like I've got this, even if it's negative backlash sometimes or five-star reviews that are most definitely being sarcastic, I can't help but to feel good. I knew it! I knew he would like this! Because people like him, just like attention, it doesn't have to be positive or negative. I'm the same way. I don't care. So I understand that five stars feels good. You're like, oh, the person gave me five. Oh, they hate me. Uh, but it's still five stars at the end of the day. In fact, is, yeah, go ahead. such a weird mindset, man. It's like when you're a little kid in, high, uh, in grade school and all the girls are pointing at you and giggling and whispering and you're like, Oh, well, at least they're paying me attention. You're not bullying me. Right. <laughs> no, it's not good. It's not good. They're never going to fuck you. <laughs> These girls will never fuck you. But he loves it. I they're making fun of it. you. All right. But he, he loves the negative attention. I feel good about it. I feel good about all of it for the simple fact that it means people are noticing me. And that's all I want, man. <laughs> that's not something you want to say on a podcast. <laughs> I'm going to throw this out here for you, Seamus. <laughs> Don't say that. I love that people are noticing me because we will get way more people to notice you if that's what you like. 
We're happy. <laughs> we will oblige. Here is more talk about his five-star reviews. I'm two years in, and I've already got a lot of people that are, uh, I don't even know how to say it, like just being jerks, I guess. I don't know. It's not really anything special. They don't know who I am whatsoever. But, yeah, they leave reviews, and I love the five stars. That's amazing. <laughs> he doesn't know how to reconcile this in his head. He loves the five stars, and he reads it, and he goes, oh, but you don't even know who I am. What happened here? I thought we were, we were off to such a good start with this review, and now you're shitting at me. I'm yeah, sorry. This guy's going to smother his children or something. Their blood is going to be on your hand. <laughs> I mean, should he be procreating Not in the that first you should place? Stop. Right. And this isn't a, this isn't a guy <laughs> that we want to have multiple children, right? He already has two. It's it's <laughs> or his girlfriend does. I don't know who has the kids. But this is his mindset and I think this is very important to analyze and discuss when he's talking about these people who are giving him negative reviews for his shitty shitty podcasts. This is literally just a dude talking about things so for it to be bad it's like wouldn't you have to just know me personally to just be like oh well he's lying that's the only thing you could really say like oh what he's saying is not true he doesn't believe that at all but you don't know me and i don't know you are you following Hmm. this logic right now kaya no not none of it so what he's saying is i'm just a guy talking the only thing that could be bad about this is if i was lying So when you give me a negative review and you don't know who I am and we've never met each other, that's bullshit. You have no right to give me a negative review. He's not understanding this part where a podcast should be entertaining because you're putting it on the internet for people to listen to. This is what I was talking about with uh, Mike Saffold just now. If you put it out on the fucking internet, you want people to hear it. So it should be entertaining, dummy. Make it interesting. Or else don't so, do it. I'm a bit hung up on you just saying that he has two children because I don't know if you keep up with the news, but occasionally, you know, you hear things like teenagers or young adults, young people are unhappier than they've ever been in the past decades. Yeah. They, you know, the suicide rates are up. Uh, <laughs> young people are having sex at a lot, at a much lower rate than yep. ever before. Our testosterone is down. Yet this guy's two kids. How does that happen? How what does just happen to you? How he's? <laughs> how does that happen? It's because this asshole doesn't know how to pull out. He's not married. <laughs> he's just sucks about who at decided fucking. to fuck him in the first place. All right. Well, that leads me to a very important discussion that we need to have. There is a podcast called Mostly Normal. There's a clip of it on our subreddit that I was listening to last night, and it's him and his girlfriend doing a podcast it sounds like his girlfriend is being forced at gunpoint to do a podcast with him she wants nothing to do with it and she's also on so many drugs so when you ask how does this guy have a girlfriend it's the only other girl in indiana wherever he lives and she's on a lot of drugs that's the answer to that and by the way when we put out our first bonus episode which will be coming out soon We'll be listening to Mostly Normal because I cannot fucking wait to dissect (laughs) what this guy and his girlfriend are up to. It's amazing. So I know I I agree with you. It's like most guys like him are incels. Why is he? But it's not that impressive, I guess, is my point. This is him again Mm -hmm. arguing with the reviewers. 
but it's like, what are you even saying? I don't know you, you don't know me, and I most definitely have drove through Gary, so don't ever doubt me again. <laughs> so the only way you could hate his show is if you thought he didn't drive through Gary and you thought he was a liar, but he has driven through Gary. I'm going to say it right here and right now, Kaya. Patrick mm-hmm. Michael, you've never fucking driven through Gary, you liar. Prove it. I want to see proof. I don't want to see a picture on your Instagram page. I can put pictures on my Instagram page to make it look like I went to Japan. I've never been to Japan. I can easily find those pictures. So I need you to prove it. You've been to Gary, Indiana. And if that means you have to go there tomorrow and take selfies, then so be it. I need proof. I don't I don't really care. I'm just kidding. All right. Okay. This is... So I want to play what the content of his show is. This is fascinating to me. And we're going to run through this very quickly. But... He plays uh, an ad for Anchor FM or whatever his thing is where you can make money from podcasting even if no one listens to it. So I still haven't figured out how that works. And then he has this terrible music that plays. And then he pops in and he talks about what he's going to talk about. And then more music plays and he starts talking about it. This is that him talking about what he's going to talk about. Uh, I will say, though, every time you hear that music, you can plan on having a random episode. This is just going to be one of those episodes that I talk about some things that I because I, I like to bullet point different things throughout my day throughout my week and those bullet points sometimes just fill up man and i gotta find a place to get rid of them and i like to do it here in podcast form it is uh eight o'clock in the morning i have yet to be asleep yet so this should be a fun one be nice and punchy but we're here to do it man and i really enjoy this uh intro music i hope you do as well and this podcast is uh off and running we're ready to do it so let's let's just do this man let's jump into uh the first kind of topic or subject i guess you'd say that i want to talk about today and you're here with me so thank you once again for joining me super early fuck this is so bad dude september 1st let's go and i'm not gonna sit here and say that doing a podcast by yourself is easy i can't do it but what the fuck is he talking about he's just filling time which is unnecessary to do on a podcast Hey guys, we're going to talk about what I've been thinking about and we're going to talk about that stuff and it's going to be interesting when we talk about it. It's a subject and yeah. we're going to get into that we're going subject. To talk stuff, the stuff, you know, the stuff you could call it things maybe, the things and maybe if you want to you could call it stuff, but I prefer to call it things, but you know when we talk about the things, the weather is going to be rainy, but you know you could call it drop dropping, but I call it rainy. Why stall? Just don't have a podcast. Okay, I want to hear his drunk girlfriend now. He's used it long enough. Oh, I don't have that for the show today. But this is him. This oh. that, you have to subscribe to our Patreon to listen to us Shit. talk about his drunk girlfriend. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I'm already being a dick with the Patreon. It's funny. I've just started it. And I'm like, nope, we're not doing it. By the way, that whole Mike Sappho <laughs> okay. interview, we're putting it on Patreon. No, I'm just kidding. All right, this is <laughs> that'd be such a dick move. We talked to Oprah's producer. If you pay 25 bucks a month, we'll let you hear it. All right, this is... After he talks about what he's going to talk about, and then he plays more music, and then he gets into it. And remember, it's 8 a.m., and he's been up all night, and it was raining out. It was a late night for me. So, uh, like I said, I haven't been asleep. It's 8 o'clock in the morning right now, and I was outside about, I don't know, probably about 4.30, give or take. It's still a little dark out, but, of course, being in Indiana, it was raining. It just does that sometimes, unlike a lot of other places. A lot of other places. All right. He says that it was raining because he's in Indiana, and it doesn't rain in a lot of other places. What is he talking about? The desert? 
Does he I think guess. that does he think that Indiana is a place where it rains a lot? I don't think when I think of places where it rains a lot, I think of Seattle. I think of I don't know rainforests. <laughs> I think of where I live in Rochester, where it fucking rains a ton because we have the Great Lakes around us. What is he talking about that you guys can't relate to this? But I was outside last night at 4.30 a.m. and it was raining out. And he doubles and triples down on this. Listen to all the talk about rain. It was like one of those nights that you could be out all night and just stare up at the stars if rain wasn't falling down onto your face. Because that can be troublesome for trying to look at stars, you know, when things are falling into your face. And uh, <laughs> I guess I guess you probably should have knew that. And I didn't have to explain it. But I did anyways because that is what we do here. I can't even explain what's wrong with that. It's too much. Uh, so he says, God, he's... he says, I would have, I would have gone outside last night and stared at the stars, but there was rain coming down. So the, the water got in my eyes. Um, dummy. There's also this thing called cloud cover that happens when it's raining, which is another problem with staring at the stars. You can't do that when it's raining. That's just because of the, the wetness of it. All right. <laughs> it, I just, you didn't God, have to explain that, guy. but he wanted to. Yeah, I know. He's terrible. It, you ever think, you ever feel sorry for servers? Yeah. You ever think about servers? Because the there's time. so many, you know, you have these climate activists now who block traffic and they keep people from entering butcher shops or they mm -hmm. climb on top of trains and chain themselves, glue themselves, whatever, to stop climate change. And then you realize, there's people like Seamus pissing away gigabytes upon gigabytes of storage on some Amazon server yep. that has to be powered somehow. Why is no one protesting this guy? Somebody needs to glue themselves to Seamus to keep him from away from his iPhone so he can't podcast and waste away. That's a good precious point. Precious YouTube server energy that has to be powered at the end of the day. It has to be powered and it lets off so much heat that they have to deal with. That's a really good point. People should be outside of his trailer in the trailer park with picket signs protesting this guy from putting out 80 podcasts a day. It's a problem. It's causing right. global warming. There, I said it's it. It's a waste. He's it's the so reason. waste. He's the reason why the climate is changing. It's, it's fucking Seamus <laughs> McKillian. He's a contributor <laughs> at the very least, damn it. I know, like, China is the biggest one, and then there is, then, I don't know, some big corporation Seamus. dumping waste in the oceans, and then there's Seamus, <laughs> then people there's like Seamus. him, or the My Little Pony, <laughs> Matriculous Mod, and whatever their names were, the Big Bull, whatever that guy was calling himself, what was the big ass? Macintosh. No, yeah, Macintosh and Mod, Oh Yeah. God. It's so funny you asked me that, man. and I, I had a quick panic attack. As soon as I'm done talking about a podcast, it is erased from my memory. <laughs> I just wipe it. I had to go back to my notes. I'm like, yeah, what was his name? Oh, yeah, Macintosh. Okay. This is more talk about rain. But yeah, man, I was thinking about that hard when I was outside. I thought about it a lot, though, when I wrote it down, like the rain thing and just dying when it's nice out. It's like it wasn't even nice out. It was raining. It was virtually shitty to most people, especially people not from Indiana. Anybody else in that weather would have been like, well, I guess my day is entirely ruined. Some people that don't uh, see rain very often probably hate it so much that as soon as a light drizzle comes, their entire day changes completely. It ruins them. What is he talking about? 
I don't know, but at this point, I kind of <laughs> want him on the show. I want to hear what this guy's thought process is. He sounds just like a damaged, badly written AI. Yes, correct. He's he's unintelligent. I would put his IQ around the sixty-four to seventy-three range. He's a dullard, and he he's wildly uninteresting. He talks about rain for ten minutes on his podcast. And he wants you to remember when Rain was legitimately the shit. You guys remember when fucking Rain was, like, legitimately the shit? <laughs> like, almost the most important thing we needed. What? I can imagine I can imagine myself in that position where it's like, please, Rain, we need Rain. And then how happy you'd be to see Rain. Because even as a kid, I was really fascinated with being outside as it rained. So... Do you remember when Rain was literally the shit? No. Oh, yeah. And neither do you. We have all had irrigation. We've had ways to deal with rainfall and understand there's ebbs and flows to it. We're not Native Americans trying to grow fucking maize on our plot of land. What the fuck are you talking about? I need to know how this guy met his girlfriend. How did this happen? Do you think they were talking about rain together? Hold on. I don't know. I don't know if that if they were talking about rain together, if it was like a million monkeys on a typewriter and somehow he got the right pickup line. What the fuck happened where he actually got to put his penis into a vagina and have two, count, not one, but two children with a female. Dude, a million crazy. A million monkeys on a typewriter is one of the funniest things you've ever said on this show. This is this is him talking about what he used to think Rain was when he was, you know, a dumb idiot little kid. I had this theory when I was super young that those were God's tears. Rain, right? Like some other kid at school probably said that and it forever stuck with me. I'm like, he's sad. God's crying on us right now. But then again, I also thought that the grass was his hair. So it's like he's really working backwards. Like, how's he crying into his own hair? Is he upside down? <laughs> okay. That's extra sad God. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> that's I mean, the plot hole right there. Somebody told me that God sometimes cries because of the homosexuals, but you see, it's kind of backwards. How could he cry onto his own hair? Yeah, no, that's not the grass is his hair. <laughs> don't that. that's, that's I don't so know. Dumb. Well, holy shit, this fucking guy. Uh, oh shit, you just reminded me. I had this drop that I've been saving, and then I forgot all about it. I recommend this to be included in the National Archive of Carl's unused drops. Oh good. You're ruining everything. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, From L MLP. My Little Pony. He explains that he thought that. Rain was God's tears, but he also thought that grass was God's hair. And so how could he rain? How could he cry into his hair? These are things that I would edit out of my pockets. I've never had to edit out anything that's stupid, <laughs> but I would have edited it out. But he goes on from there. But when I saw, you know, I saw these tree leaves flipping over. I'm like, oh, yeah, they're getting thirsty. Time to feed the babies. Mother Nature's here. What? Right? I don't know. I just wish, I wish people cared more about it. I'm not saying I'm like one of those eco-friendly weirdos, but rain, man. Come on. <laughs> Dude, he's so excited about the, that it rained the night before. 
I gotta take an ISO of this. But rain, man. Come on. Yeah, rain, man. Come on. So, he it's sounds not... like if Fred Phelps from the Westboro Baptist Church had sex with an environmentalist. <laughs> yeah. Tree leaves, man. They need to know. They need to be fed for God. What the fuck is he talking about? So this is, and again, I just want to point out that it's the most clippable podcast of all time. I just pulled up this random episode because my buddy Matt told me, hey, check this out. He's talking about his reviews again. So I went and started listening to it. He talks about rain for 12 fucking minutes. Rain. And I, the last clip I want to play is something that I'm sure you'll be very surprised about. You know, I don't really listen to myself, guys. You should be aware of that. For anybody out there who thinks that I really put in, like, this crazy effort into my shows, you out your mind. I don't care that much. No shit, Sherlock! No shit! No shit, Sherlock! No fucking shit, Sherlock! I love that he explains that he puts very little effort into his shows. <laughs> Holy shit. I feel bad for him. Well, maybe not for him, but for his wife and children. But then again, maybe his wife is even worse. Who broke this guy? Oh, dude, wait till you hear her on the podcast. It's amazing. Um, I mentioned okay. that Pat Oates was on Anthony Cumia, and he got on there and right away talked about WATP ripping him a new asshole. And then Jim Norton came on, and they, they talked about us, and I was trying to pull those clips, but fucking Anthony's site wasn't loading today, so I wasn't able to do that. But uh, I don't know. Anytime someone talks about me, I like to play it on the show. As you know, maybe next time we'll get it. That brings us to everyone's favorite part of the show. And actually, what we're going to do right now, Kaya, because we're pressed for time, is we're going to combine two things. Mm -hmm. We're going to do the... Cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. And we're going to combine that with... The Makes sense, right? We're do this is the cringe of the week and it's mm -hmm. the teaser to next week's episode where Croge will be joining us because he doesn't call in sick, unlike some fucking people. Here is a clip <laughs> from the podcast that we'll be reviewing next week. But anyway, I just wanted to give you guys a heads up. Whatever you guys want to talk about, um, rather this is an interesting one that everyone keeps on bringing up is a good girl. So for me, a good girl is someone that your personality. I love a girl who's like into you for who you are, no matter how weird you are, how silly you are. She loves you for you. I, I've dated certain girls, but um, I just like it for who they are. Not like, it what clothes they wear or who they look like or what like how much money they make or some stuff like that we're all different in a way and i'm just saying you know um, there's a lot of different girls out there but i mostly go for personality wise if you're cool and i make you laugh and i make you smile and in a flirtatious kind of way, you say, you know, I'm crazy or I'm weird, then, you know, I'm <laughs> I'm doing my part. <clears throat> but So, PJ is crushing the show this week. He was the one who put together the My Name is Seamus song parody. He's also the one that suggested that we check out this show. This is a show called Ryan. 
There are three episodes that exist. Two of them are less than five minutes. <laughs> this one is an hour. I haven't listened to much of it yet, but it seems to be a total train wreck and well worth us scrutinizing and talking about. So, lest you hear no, otherwise, lest you hear otherwise, that's the show we'll be listening to and, and reviewing next week. And Kaya's like, nope. I thought it would be fun this week. No, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got. I fell in the trap last week. I thought this was. Oh, a My Little Pony podcast. That's gonna be awesome. I bet they're gonna talk about their favorite ponies and how they draw them. And this is gonna <laughs> right. be super cringy. Yeah, and it was just a script reading. So this time, it still sounds very titillating uh, and insult podcast. <laughs> it, it but does. no, you guys have fun. I need. I need some vacation time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have, you have your own shit going on, and you are a co-host of the official podcast. This is a show that people should yeah, check out. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Also, you're on this fasting diet with our friend Doug from Who's Right. How's that going? Yeah, that's going well, but what I really want to promote is I am a Patreon on oh. patreon.com slash who are these podcasts. I that... did subscribe. It's been hell. It's been doing wonders for my diet. You know, uh, even just subscribing for five bucks. <laughs> That's amazing. I think I've <laughs> I've been losing a lot of pounds. Check out the big <laughs> a lot of bread. a lot of dollars, at least. <laughs> All right, fair enough. So you can lose weight out of your pocket or from your midsection, whatever it takes. <laughs> oh boy. That's uh, that's fantastic. Thank you for signing up to our Patreon, and uh, I hope that everybody else goes to patreon.com slash who are these podcasts and checks out the different tiers that we have available to you and all the perks. You could actually be mm-hmm. a co-host on the show. We have a tier where you get co-host privileges in our Discord, and who knows, maybe I'll even let you talk at some point. Could that's how up. I get on. Could turn into a segment, right? You give me money, and then I say, "Okay, Kyle, we'll let you add this." Dude, how funny was that? That Mike Sappho, that was a show that you were on, making fun of him for his dead grandfather. <laughs> how crazy is that? He's like, "Oh yeah, I know Kyle." I'm like, fuck. <laughs> that was amazing. Just yeah, now. I vaguely remember that. I'm I talking. I, I remember saying it's kind of goofy to expect your, I don't know, your grandparents not to die. Mm-hmm. Something along those lines. So, sorry, Mike. You know what I meant. I don't know what you said, but it's fucking funny. Uh, he was great. <laughs> he was really great. I'm so excited that we did it that. It was nice. That worked out really well. All right. It was nice. And now, if you go to patreon.com, who are these podcasts, you too can get on who are these podcasts, Mike. Yes. We can talk to you about how much Opie sucks. So please join us again next week. It might be the episode where we find out once and for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, everypony. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. And now the show is over now. All right, I don't even have time to play that shit. Let's just get to it. I got some voicemails to drop on you here, Kaya. And uh, starting off with somebody talking about our boy Seamus. Have you ever thought of moving to Gary, Indiana? So... Seamus won't fucking kill you. That's it. Call me back. Let's have lunch. It's a good idea. Seamus is very afraid of Gary, Indiana. And I'm very afraid of Seamus. So if I move to Gary, Indiana, I might get murdered, but not by Seamus. 
It's not a bad idea. <laughs> this is another person who found Justin Long show a bit jarring. This is the show Kaya and I reviewed last week. Buy our acne cream. Now returning to Life is Short with Justin Long. My son's got leukemia. <laughs> it's, it's pretty much the show in a nutshell. It's all fun, and everyone's yeah. having a lot of fun, and then she's like, oh, and then I was raped, and I had cancer. You're like, oh, uh, what? <laughs> what just happened? All right. Uh, oh, you know what? Our buddy Doug called into the show. No, it's mm. not Doug from Good Times, Great Movies. It's the obese Doug, as you mentioned. Well, no, morbidly oh, yeah. obese Doug, I think is what you said last week on our show. Hey, Carl, this is yeah. Doug from Who's Right. Uh, I just wanted to reply back to that voicemail that was left on your show. Uh, if they don't like it, fuck off. It's a dollar. Anyway, call me back. <laughs> so this was, <laughs> this was last week we played a voicemail and somebody said, yeah, what the fuck? Doug thinks he's Anthony Cumia. Every show is behind a paywall now. And I had asked you what the dealio was, and apparently Doug wanted to defend himself. So there you go. <laughs> the dealio. <laughs> what is... <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired, buddy. Uh, I'm just trying to do a, a potteroo right now. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. Here is... Oh, yeah, there's someone who also enjoyed the Fran Drescher uh, clips that we played last week. Cousaroo, I'm calling back. Cousaroo, I just had a cigaroo. And I'm listening to that Fran Drescher rape. Funny story. <laughs> oh my god! While I was listening to it, I was outside smoking, and I saw this big, giant, fat bitch walking a small little doggy. <laughs> oh, sky high. Yes. Uh, anyways, don't call me back. Fuck you. Goodbye. <laughs> I definitely will not call you back. That's a ridiculous phone call. Our buddy Reese, yeah. who I Reese, listen, buddy, I owe you an email or two. I apologize. I'm, I'll get on it. But Reese called in to talk about Justin Brown, who took a beating in the mm-hmm. subreddit when he co-hosted. Hi, Carl. It's uh, Reese the Beastie, your number one fan from Australia. Uh, I just wanted to call in regards to episode one seventy four. Uh, you had Justin Brown on, and I uh, saw so a lot of people were sitting on him in the comments. Uh, I thought he was really funny, you know? I thought you guys had great chemistry. Uh, um, it's just a bit of a shame that your audience is so soft. Uh, I think, in all honesty, you do a good job. Uh, you subject yourself to shit every week, which would probably send me schizophrenic. And I think your audience just needs to appreciate that a bit more. Um, yeah, I think there are a lot worse things to complain about in the world. I mean, I take about four shits a day, and my arsehole is that hairy that the shit sticks to it, and I use about a roll of toilet paper a day. Think of how much that costs me a week, right? There's worse things in the world. So I just want to say you're doing a great job, mate. Keep it up, and tell your audience to suck a lemon. And before I go, I just want to say, stop lying to us, okay? You are going out with Jen from the Dingles department. Don't be ashamed of it. She is very beautiful. Anyway, have a good one, mate. Take care. All right, Reese. I appreciate that. uh, I thought I had a good chemistry with Justin as well. 
he's a guy that I don't know very well. I only met him when I did the roast battle thing. And then we've gotten together a few times to do podcasts. And so it's weird. A lot of times I have guys on who I talk to quite a bit and it's very easy and natural to have a conversation. So I was feeling pretty good about that show until I read the subreddit and realized that everybody hated it, including our favorite prepubescent boy slash girl fan, Vic. Hey, Carl, it's Vic. Mm. Um, you don't know why whatever fucking faggot like two episodes ago was <laughs> like literally the worst co-host you've had. All right. Um, literally four or five times worse than Chrissy Mae. Fizzy Bro isn't that bad. That other Ooh. caller is a retard. Um, but are you kidding that idiot was like, oh, you fucking, do you know I'm a comedian? I'm a comedian. I'm a really, really good comedian. I know what a bit is. Do you know what a bit is? Yeah. I know what a bit is. All I'm right. behind the scenes. I get it. I'm in the comedy scene. At least the other fuckhead who, like, I think it's Doug. I don't know. Someone. I'm not emotionally invested in your fucking podcast, but some things <laughs> piss me off. Fucking, when you talk about bits way too much, fucking annoying. Jerry Seinfeld's goddamn show, like, the coffee car show, fucking annoying. Ugh, it's a bit. What the fuck are you even talking about? Um, it's so annoying. At least whatever Doug uh, doesn't bring it up every five seconds that he's a comedian. It's whatever. It is what it is. Go fuck yourself. I love. Oh, I listen to the Christy Mayer show every other day. Um, <laughs> I only call when I'm high. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I felt like she had so much momentum going, and then it just died, just dropped off a cliff right yeah. there. So Doug is not a comedian. I think she's thinking of Vinnie Paulino would be the other stand-up that we have on the show on a regular basis. No, I think she's no, I think she's so high that she's thinking of Justin. Well, she was talking about Justin, Justin at first. Brown. Yeah, she was making fun of Justin, and then she said, "I like the other comedian mm-hmm. who comes on. I think his name is Doug." And I'm like, "What well, Doug?" That's not that's not a comedian. All right, this next one is uh, uh... definitely not the obese one. <laughs> also, the yeah. one I heard Jen get caught in the crossfire. What I get hung up on is how does this guy know how what Jen looks like? Did you catch that? Yeah, it's not hard to know. There's a picture of her. <laughs> I think it's on our Twitter. When we went to the Anthony Cumia show last year, I tweeted out a picture with us with Dave Landau and Anthony Cumia. She just happened to be there and you ran into her. (laughs) Well, I bring the jingles department to all my important uh, meetings Uh, that I have. You know, you should ask her up for a date, man. I should. I should. Sounds like you guys would work. (laughs) I I mean, I am married, as you know, but her and I do work very closely together (laughs) on WATP. Vic, Vic called back again and wants money. Hey, Carl. Um, it's Vic again. Okay, don't play this on the show. Um, I just want to talk about payment. Um, you know, you you promised that if I call into your show and, you know, pretend that I really listen to it, um, that you would give me money. Because, you know, who the fuck is going to listen to a show that has no women listeners or callers or anything? It's true. So, um, let's talk money, Carl. Huh? Let's fucking talk money, bitch. Okay, call me back. Thank right. you. Send me your send me your Venmo, Vic. We do appreciate our one female listener for checking it out. By the way, did you know that 
Stuttering John called into our show. This is exciting. Oh, really? Yeah, this is exciting right here. Okay. Hey, uh, Carl, this is your, this is your uh, nemesis, okay? Calling you, uh, this is uh, Stuttering John Melendez. Maybe you know me, you fucking asshole. You lose, uh, you're a loser. What, what? <laughs> a little thing coming from you. It's called a lawsuit. Maybe you, maybe you can get to be a thick brain, okay? What I'm about to uh, unleash upon you is going to be, it, it's got to be crazy. Me and my good partner Royce we're, we're so ready to just dump on you and go crazy because guess what? This week we almost interviewed Crazy Cabby, but we missed him. <laughs> it's, not, it's, a whole long, it's a whole long story. Basically, I, I smoked the joint and missed the bus. But, but, but it's, it's such good content, and you don't get to have any of it because you're a loser. You're a loser. Please keep mentioning me in your podcast. Thank you. <laughs> that sounded like an Australian stuttering John. There was some type of accent there that was going on. Well done. All right. Yeah. Um, oh, I think the KKK called into our show. Hey, Carl, Sweet. it's me. Uh, current Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Clan. Just wanted to call you thanking you for your recent $5,000 donation to the organization. <laughs> we really do appreciate it. Oh, shit. Why did they play <laughs> this? Patreon, that oh, no. A lot of revenue in the future, man. Keep it up. It's <laughs> a white supremacist message. Uh, oh, yeah. And we, a few people in the inner circle do kind of have an issue with you bringing Kaya in. Oh, wow. uh, But, you know, he's pretty funny, so we'll let it slide for now. Mm. I think that's Oh, oh, yeah, and uh, I'll see you at the slumber party on Wednesday. All right, call me back. So, Kaya, you're Turkish, I believe. Are you not allowed to be in the KKK? So the way I like to describe it is I'm very light-skinned, but okay. obviously all my Turkish friends, they don't really see me as a white person. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially, you know, the the racists, they don't consider me white, but I am pretty goddamn pale so the way i would describe it is that the kkk would lynch me but i'm pretty low on the triage so i'm not the first guy to go but i have to worry at some point (laughs) okay just put on your hood and no one will know what's underneath we'll just we'll go to the rally and yeah don't talk too much because you have an accent enough to (laughs) like i couldn't join them but i'm also not important enough to get lynched by them so I think I'm fine. There's this Goldilocks zone for people like me, I guess. <laughs> Perfect. Where I'm not really brown or white. Good. I'll now, be okay. Now we know the dealio. So that's good. All right. <laughs> Last clip that I want to play. I've been playing band practice guy. And I'll tell you that when I look at the voicemail, I see the numbers that come in. And the band practice guy has a specific phone number. The last few that I played have been a blocked number or an unknown number. And so I just assumed that it was Band Practice Guy, but I guess I was wrong. Man, I call you two bootleg band practices in a row, all right? This is the real band practice. All right, real band practice guy is back <laughs> in the fold. And I apologize for getting duped. I thought I thought I was better than that. So my apologies. Kaya, thank you so much for joining us. In two weeks in a row, you crushed it. We crushed you. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I didn't crush anything, but you're right about 
you crushing me, or at least this pony <laughs> podcast crushing me. Uh, that one was a rough one, man. And, and it sucks too because you and I did the same thing. We listened to the episode we were told to listen to, and then we went, "Well, this sucks." And we listened to a bunch of other episodes, <laughs> yeah. which I listened to so much My Little Pony fucking nonsense. Oh, okay, I'm over it. I'm okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get through this. Yeah. There needs to be some type of support group for people who listen to shitty podcasts on purpose. I just, <laughs> I, I just need to talk through this with someone. God, it was genuinely terrible. But Mike was great. Thanks for calling in. If you're still listening to this, if you happen to listen to this, that was great. Yeah. Mike's you sound Saffron. like a nice guy. I can't say the same about the people you work with necessarily. You know what's funny about that is him and I live in the same state. And mm-hmm. he didn't want to meet me. You live in Germany. He's like, we should get together sometime. Like, hey, Mike, <laughs> I just thought about this now. Hey, Mike, like I'm in New York quite often. All right, whatever. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, All right. Thanks, Kaya. <laughs> Good talking to you, buddy. Yeah, man. Man, Carl knows his shit.